The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to have supervision, enhanced hearing, extraordinary reflexes, to be, dare we say, superhuman? Well, Roku's new Pro Series TV can't do any of that for you. But with a 4K screen, side-firing speakers, and a blazing fast refresh rate, it'll sure feel like it. Elevate your entertainment using all your favorite apps like iHeart and play all your music, radio, and podcasts with the new Roku Pro Series. Your senses aren't better. Your TV is. All right, you guys. Welcome to Horrible Decisions. My name is Wheezy. Mandy is in L.A. right now, but I'm here with two lovely guests. Um, I I feel like I should do some AKAs because Mandy ain't here. I don't do AKAs, but Mandy does. Do y'all have AKAs? I have none. Okay, I'm going to try. I know what one of my AKAs is going to be today. Well, I'm the self-proclaimed emo hoe, but you could call me PH Patty, spiritual gangster, sensitive thug missus. Um, What else I got? Definitely have AKAs. That's it. <laughs> Give me another one. Give me one. Uh, the, the trouble m- model. <laughs> what? Light skin Flynn. I'm calling it. Light skin Flynn. <laughs> so, light skin Flynn. I'm done. Um, first of all, I hope I was on your team, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so we got Tahoe in the building. If you don't know his voice, it was good, y'all. Um, from the So Shameless podcast, and we have a special guest here. Hope, please introduce yourself to the peeps. What's goody, what's goody? My name is Hope Giselle, a.k.a. Hope Disguise, via the social media, a.k.a. Boss Bitch in Training. Oh. Y'all really, everybody got AKAs. I gotta, I gotta come up with something. I don't have one, nigga. Like, I just did that because Mandy um, in here, and she always do hers. I got nothing. I got nothing. I tried. She's pegged the stallion. I'm partial pegger, bro. <laughs> I might peg, you might not. What? We always gotta talk about pegging? I'm it's tired of, but that's her AKAs. Okay. Anyway, yeah. fuck the pegging today. We ain't talking about pegging today. Today is a very special episode um, because I'm sure it'll be somewhat in the title. Um, we have a black trans woman in the studio with us. I believe our last trans woman that came to the studio was Latina. So I'm super excited. She might have been Afro-Latina, but I'm just super excited to have Hope here. I met Hope in Tahoe's live, mm-hmm. IG live, and they were having a great dialogue going. And I'm just really excited for him to be here because um, y'all might be tired of this nigga. We, I don't know. You might be. <laughs> but I feel like having a cis, hetero, super mask Brooklyn nigga is really vital to the conversation because men like Tahoe, not necessarily like you, but men nah, like you. No, you ain't got to clean it up. I mean, like. Okay, well, men so like you might right, be right. someone that, I mean. It was, it was an interesting live. We started and somebody came on the live and was like, what is, oh, so their man had sex with a dude before or something like that. And it was like, is that gay? And so I started asking the followers. And one of my dudes, he's from Harlem, and he's super 
hood. Yeah. Yo, that's gay, that's gay, that's gay. And I was like, well, why is it gay if a dude could do it? If it's just one time, he couldn't have been curious. We went into that, then a girl jumped in, my homegirl Becca, and she was super homophobic. It was crazy. I want Becca on here. Yeah, I want her head. Now, don't get me wrong. <laughs> oh. I, I'm going to be respectful when you come on here, Becca, but I saw her using words like shim. Um, yeah. But she didn't mean she, nothing by it. Like, she, she learned from a lot from that. Well, we spoke after this. She was like, yo, you know what? I didn't think about things. Yo, we all need a chance to have learning moments. And a lot of this stuff, we don't have that. Like, literally, people, you're around the same type of thinking people all the time. There are There is very little chance for you to have learning moments in the same crowd. Yeah, you know what is. I mean? And that's why today is so important because so many black trans women are dying. And it is probably men that you've grown up with, look like you, act like you, walk and talk like you. So I think it'll be great to have this conversation and understand that trans women are people. Trans, black trans women are part of our Black Lives Matter shit that we tweet about all day long. Period. And we just got to make sure that we're not for the cause and being hypocrites at the same time. I do it all the time. I Me talk too. mad shit about everybody. Me too. Me too. But I be, Absolutely. I be trying. I'm still, I, like I said, I was talking about it um, on my show, I believe, and I told Mouse was there and I was like, yo, I'm homophobic. And he was like, you are not. And I was like, yo, I kind of got to own the fact that my mind still hasn't opened up to fully understanding or fully comprehending or fully accepting. But I feel like you have to you have to know yourself. Own that. Because that way, once you do that, you can say, all right, this is where I'm wrong. And that's where I want to be. But it's mm-hmm. not as easy just to say it. Because right. people still have homophobic tendencies. People still think a certain way. I might be cool with hope. And then when my man do something like, yo, that's mad gay. Like, you still attributing bad to the word gay you know what i mean so there's still yeah, learning yeah. to be done i mean don't get me wrong i've had slip-ups and things like that by like gay and it's like culturally we say shit like mm-hmm. that but by no means am i not that person um right. I, I told a joke on a show recently i have gay friends look where, there you go did you hear me say <laughs> that <laughs> that's literally what you just said no, yeah. no i might do that but yeah, i'm not that person right. i go to fucking right. kind i'm in brooklyn it's 90 f- it was a heat wave i think it was 100 degrees that night so these niggas is kissing in the club, and I'm staring at them, right? And I'm like, yo, it's hot as fuck. I can't believe these niggas is kissing. <laughs> so they're looking at me, watch them kiss, and I'm like, no, no, no. It's not because you're gay. It's <laughs> like, it's really hot. I have gay friends. <laughs> I'm totally gay. Mom. I appreciate everything. Yo, these Mom. niggas wanted to fight Mom. me, though. Yeah. I felt so bad. You're like, but no, no, no. I'm weird. No, <laughs> it's me. Totally, like, I like you don't understand. I have gay pride. I was that I was that bitch, dog. No. I felt bad, but anyway, let's jump into vanilla shit. Um, so this week I found this on Twitter. I don't know if you guys know who Shan Booty is. Do you? Mm-mm. She's a popular sexologist. Um, she's fucking dope. We've had her on the show. New author of the book Game of the Desire. She is a sexologist who uses vagina juice as perfume and says it's a delicious secret. My ex used to use this cum the same way. Where did he put it? Like on his like temples and the back of his neck and like right around his hairline. And Bruh. yes. Uh, did you want to scream gay just now? <laughs> I, I kind of know when I'm not supposed to say nothing. <laughs> so, so, so when yeah, I saw the headline for this, I didn't know it was going to be my homegirl. But uh, let's see. Struggling to attract a mate. Have you considered a new look? Maybe you learn Spanish. Perhaps you should just try rubbing pussy juice on your neck. Sexologist Shan Boudram claims that people have flocked to her when she's worn the bodily fragrance. In order to test the theory, she had women that she was doing a survey with go into a bar to connect with strangers before gathering 
They went to the toilets halfway through the night, um, basically to stick their fingers around their vaginal opening. The goal is to get a sample from the Bartholonin's gland. Ooh, shit, Shan, I'm sorry, bitch. <laughs> Bartholonin glands, which are the size of a pea, but they play a large role in vaginal lubrication. Um, she concluded, I'm not sure how effective this is. I'm certain that every single, single time I do it, it makes me feel like an enchanted goddess with a delicious secret. Um, yeah, I don't know. But I will tell you, they sell pheromones in a spray at the sex club. I just kind of feel like, all right, you're in a club and you're walking around smelling like pussy. Of course, people are going to be flocking to you because you're making them think of fuck it. Like, you smell like pussy. Why I mean, wouldn't I be attracted? Like, you, you're making me think of last time I had pussy. They, I don't think you... N- distinctly smell yeah pussy. i don't it's not a distinct smell. i think it's like you don't know what you're smelling it's like almost like when i'm passing by like a basketball court right and i could smell the sweat or like i'm right that, it may not be me smelling dick but it's like oh it feels i smell something mas- not, it feels dicky quit what's so i'm all right it's just musky like there's a musk. i mean we're fucking animals nigga it's like musky it's, there's a difference between must <laughs> like musty and like musk. no no we like the k musky not right musk like, Wait, you're telling me you don't like, you've never noticed a woman draw towards you when you're sweating? Oh, yeah, because I look like an animal at that moment. When I'm sweating, I look like no. I'm on some shit. Probably... Yeah. It's, I'm just trying to sense. smell if I still got it on my hands. No. I just picked my front wedgie, so I just, just wanted to see if pussy if the was still there. smell of box. Okay. Do you like the smell of pussy? I, I'm, I love box, but I'm in the. Mo- I'm actually liking that person at the time. But are you so one of like, them niggas that like like water smelling pussy? Or do you like? Nah, I don't. I don't. I don't. Nah, because everybody got their own smell, so I'm kind of open. I I know when it's not supposed to smell like that, so I'm good on that. As long yeah. as I know what it's not supposed right. to smell like. I just stay away else, from fish. Other than that, yeah. I'm good. <laughs> Shouldn't be fish. Fish. Oh, ass, things like that. I've if your pussy ass. smell like your ass, something's then, wrong. Yeah. yeah, I've smelled ass when the girl took her drawers off before. Mm. Was, what do you do? Do cool. you ever give a warning, like, or do you ever like, yo, let's shower? Sometimes you in the you trying to like, oh man, because sometimes you don't want to hurt Kill somebody's feelings. Yeah. You will. Sometimes you think maybe it's just you. It's just this kind of. But then you realize that it's not right. Something ain't right. And your body, my body, I'm older. My body reacts to shit like that. It just takes one thing and I'm off. I'm not coming back. Agreed. <laughs> When's the last time you had to do it? Say it. Well, like, that was the last time. It was It was recently. What'd you say, nigga? Oh, I don't know. I'm drunk. That's what I said, because my shit wasn't getting hard. You didn't tell her to shower? Nah. I, was, I, I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah. yeah, it's a dub. And it, was our own, it wasn't my girl and nobody. Was it was just a one-off. Yeah, so it's kind of like, all right, this ain't going to work for us. Have this you had to tell work. someone they were staying? Oh, yeah. I, when I was in college, I just told this story on my, um, my IG Live the other day. Um, a little piece of, it was like a little piece of trade. He comes into my room, like, after just getting off of the basketball court, smelling like straight dick and ass. And I was like, oh, no, you got to go shower. And, like, homie was just in his feelings. He was like, you really finna make me shower? Like, yeah, a lot my of women dick is like care. 10 inches. Do you want it to go in my mouth? A lot of and women that's, but don't But that's what care. I'm saying. Like, woman, a, they like salt. Shit. Women like salt, man. Fuck that. Die. Okay. Fuck that. <laughs> First of all, y'all nigga, are very we're unhealthy, not bro. talking about seasoning. We're talking about <laughs> dick. Period. But I'm just saying. Like, women I've like never, salt. Especially after basketball. Like you said, the sweat and all that. They'd be like, I've had a woman. You know, There's I'm a garbage There's been moments, man. nigga, but. Yeah, you know but I'm a no. garbage man. You know who? You know I'm a garbage man. I work for sanitation, right? I know so that. Okay. Women, I've had women DM me like, I want you to come have sex with me in your uniform. Y'all aren't the most sanitary people in the world. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. They've said, I want to have sex with you in your uniform. Tahoe, the fucking garbage man, has had a message from a woman that said, I want you to fuck me in your uniform. 
Or did she say, I want you to fuck me like in afterward. your uniform? Because maybe it's like a uniform fantasy. Right. That's possible. That's possible. It better not be a garbage. Because it ain't no fucking way. If that's the case, bitch, go stand outside on the corner. And I said, I said that like that's the most disgusting thing I've ever heard in my life. Let me ask, what's the weirdest thing? Has something ever like squirted on you? Absolutely. (gasps) I've had maggots, roaches, all that shit on me. It's disgusting. It ain't no way. They pay you a lot though. I kicked a rat. Yo, one day a rat ran out from under a bag, and I kicked it, and I didn't realize that there was a car open with a sunroof. (laughs) Shit. It landed on, so rats can't take kicks. So it died, like, on the way. But it landed on the sunroof, like, right there with the dude in the car. He's like, <laughs> What the fuck <laughs> I'm like, yo, my bad. <laughs> I didn't know. I just seen a rat. I kicked it. I would have died. Yeah, we seen all kind of shit. Bro. How long you been working for the Department of Sanitation? Almost eight years. Come on, benefit. Right there. Yeah. Um, so our kink of the week this week, if you guys have never heard our show, we pick a particular kink that you may never heard of or you might actually do yourself. This one is a little weird, but I actually found it in a porn category. Word we all know, guns. As phallic-shaped instruments usually display power, it's no surprise that guns are heavily fetishized. Although, for obvious reason, exploring this fetish has an accompanying, accompanying degree of risk attached. There is an endless kidnapping and rape fantasy porn on the internet that features guys and girls being forced into sex at gunpoint. Mm. I'm in the forced. That's so me, though. I, I feel bad for feeling... I'm in the force. Wait, yeah. you said that's me. That's me. Now, I'm going to be real with you. I'm not attracted to like a nigga putting no gun on me, but I do like when niggas like have guns. It makes me feel safe. <laughs> <laughs> but, yo, I hate yo. You are fucking ridiculous. You are fucking but ridiculous. Don't give me like, don't give me like a Trump supporter. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got a permit gun. Give me a nigga that got that. Right. You know what I'm saying? That makes me feel like, oh my god, they got right. me. But I feel like if you got like went to school for your gun and did a test, <laughs> like you might shoot me and blame it on that shit. Right. You know what I mean? But like a nigga that just got his shit, I, I don't know what it is. You I'm picked kinda, it up from your cousin Bebe. That's what and I'm, I'm saying. Cool with that. I'm kind of good on women, yo. Like, cause. I was playing with a woman that said that she was going to pop up at my crib. And so I got a little BB gun I found while I was working. So I got the BB gun, and I sent her a picture of the BB gun. And she sent me a picture of the biggest gun I've ever seen in my life. And she was like, you don't want no smoke. And I was like, I felt like my, I felt like she had a big addiction. <laughs> Nigga wrote back, LOLs. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was just kidding. Like, yo, it was the biggest gun what? I've that ever seen. That bitch would have your ass, And she's just holding this shit. I'm like, what the fuck? I I'm mean, like, Go for yeah. Hunter though, Straight nigga. You send me a gun. Fuck you Play. talking about, nigga. Straight out Bushwick. I'm not. I'm not. In now I'm from Florida, so like everybody Same. has a gun. Where are you from? Miami. Okay, so like everybody has a gun. You know what I'm saying? But in New York, when niggas have, them, I'm like, oh, that's not legal. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. What you doing with Which is why I didn't send a picture of anything else. That's why I don't really like to go above 14. You know, niggas get real. Once I get to like Dykeman and shit, I was like, well, this is thug shit. Oh, yeah. it's real like, niggas that don't speak English and I know they still hood. Mm-hmm. Like, if I don't know what you're saying and you still scaring me, <laughs> that's too much. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Um, so, let's deep dive right into it. So, first, I want to start with Tahoe just to see what you think your orientation, your pron- and your pronouns are. Can you tell us that? What do you mean? So that's, <laughs> that's what start there. What pronouns do you prefer? As far as what? Okay. What what's your sexual orientation though? Um heterosexual. Okay. Good. And I your love gender? I'm thinking about this. Well, like, wait. I, know, I, know, <laughs> like, I know y'all got cis and stuff like that. Yeah. Like okay. so I'm I'm right, I'm a cisgender straight 
You're a cisgender, heterosexual, black male. Because people use cis when they're trying to diss people. We're going to talk about that in a minute because I'm tired of niggas saying that shit. It's true. Anytime they're using that, they're talking down on people. That's another way of saying it's bastard. Stop. Uh, uh, Let's hear it. That's when they use it on the internet. Pause. Stick a pen in that. Stick a pen in that. We're going to talk about why that's problematic. But go ahead. Hope, what are your pronouns and your sexual orientation? So she, her, hers, and I'm pansexual. Pansexual. What are your um? How old are you, by the way? Twenty six. Twenty six. Okay. She, her, her. She, her, hers. She, her, hers. Two, two, two hers. Be- well, like, I believe her it could be she, hers. her, and theirs. She no. So they, them is a completely different set Oops. for School different me. people. Um, but she, her, and hers is just like the way that you would address somebody in conversation. So oh, that's right. Thank I you. went to the movies with her. She left her things in my car. That's hers. Now. So I'll do she, her, and I, I'll say they just to piss niggas off. <laughs> okay. So not to be offensive, real question. Mm-hmm. If a guy looks at you and no notices that you are naturally a man, is that the right way to say it? If you're a man, if he sees a man when he sees you and he says he when referring to you, that's offensive. Now, see, I, I had my own struggle with that when I first started transitioning. And I was I remember being in a place where... I, I remember telling my best friend's mom because she made a mistake one day when we were like having casual conversations. She's like, yeah, boy. And I was like, no, it's OK, because if that's what you see. And she's like, no. Like, and she corrected me. And she's like, no, like, this is what you're presenting and this is what you're going to grow into. And so I'm going to respect that. But that's always been like a, a weird line for me because I'm like, mm, if that is what people see. Right. And they're not being rude. Like it's legitimately because with the way that people are dressing up these days, you don't know if it's just like a guy being feminine or what anymore. And so it's like if that's what you see, then say like, I think that it's better to just precursor it with like they and them and then ask people or just to be like, what's your name? Like just to avoid the idea. of. So I was told by a good gay friend of mine, Christopher, he said, I address people how they're presenting. She has makeup on. She has long hair titties i'm gonna go with well, what if she's just cross-dressing now there's that's what i want to talk about mm-hmm. so there's a few terms i wrote down that i want to kind of dive into and if you could help us hope mm-hmm. um some are slurs like transvestite i've heard years ago i don't hear that word anymore but i want to talk about those as well so can we first <coughs> discuss um if you could tell the people gender versus sex because he said mm-hmm. i know her gender i, I know did? her he, i'm gonna act like i don't know but no, you didn't. I don't. I don't get none of this. The so terms, like yeah. just even this, so let's talk even about this conversation. Gender versus sex. So uh, the gender is what you are, right? Gender is how I'm presenting now. My sex is what I was assigned at birth. That's like when I came out, they oh. smacked me on the ass. Like this is what they said based on what was between my legs. And so those are the two different things. But gender is how somebody is presenting right now. So I can assume that you're a man based off of the way that you're presenting. I can assume that Weezy is a woman based off the way that she's presenting. So a stud. If they're dressed like a guy. A stud is still a woman because she's, my thing is she's, a stud is still somebody who is a woman presenting masculinely, but it is still the undertone of that is a woman who is presenting in a masculine fashion. Much like a gay man who might wear lip gloss or heels. Right. But but he is still a man. Right. Like he's still got his beard maybe or. What if you were born a guy and you had the surgery and everything? I'm confuzzled now. Okay. Okay. So he, so he's trying to say, I hear what you're saying. Um, when he brought up stud, right? Mm-hmm. Men, women that are transitioning, you can tell a little bit more. They're growing facial hair. Like, mm-hmm. you could kind of see that happening. Most studs, I've noticed, don't have a changing voice yet. Like, 
they don't try to come off as men yet. They try to come off as butch. Right. So that's what I've gathered from that. Much like gay men, and correct me if I'm wrong, you know what I'm saying? They might wear makeup gloss, certain tight shirts or whatever, but they're not wearing wigs or trying to look like women or bras. They just may have some feminine attributes, much like studs may have masculine attributes. So the dressing does not change. Determine the sex. Right. Well, gender. <clears throat> or the gender, right? So sex, so your sex would be cis male. Right. I have so many questions. My, 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 my sex would be cis male. Now, right. do you know the difference between when we say m- female and woman? No. I think it's not the same thing. Versus, okay. Or is it animal versus human? When we human? first started this show... Sam White came on, um, who's a white guy, mm-hmm. activist for black mm-hmm. people, and he said something about how he wasn't trying to say females no more. This was two and a half years ago, and I was like, nigga, don't nobody care, because mm-hmm. I didn't know. Female defines you by your genitalia. Woman defines you by your gender and how you're presenting, right? So that's why some women don't have vaginas. What do you mean they don't have vaginas? Females have vaginas. Females. All females. Have vaginas. Have vaginas. Women. Oh. They can still have So you can't be a... But they present as a woman. So even though they have different body parts... Yes. Because she's she's presenting herself as a woman... Correct. Then that's how you address her. And there it is. You getting a nigga? Come on. Look at you. Gold fucking stars. Point for the ignorant niggas. All right. Um... Now, gender during sex, we got through that. Sexual orientation. Can I, have a, can I ask a difficult question? Yes. Are we sure? We're ready? Yeah. Are we supposed, how are people supposed to know this? Like, how, in it, like, what, it seems to me that in, in, in a homophobia or people who don't engage in the active uh, task of understanding, learning, everything, right, is based on ignorance. Homophobia is based on ignorance. How are they supposed to know all of this stuff? Because people get mad at you for saying the wrong thing. I, don't, or for, I mean, here we're open. I don't here think we're people open. are supposed to know. But I think right now, after this, you should know better. Right? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm doing you, my and best you will. already. I'm doing my best already. And the people that are listening this week, they'll know better after yeah. this. But I think it just takes that teaching moment. I mean, how do you feel about that question? Like, are you... Because I know you go through some shit. I know you go through some shit. I know it's like Ooh. super... So I want to address that. It's the assumption that I do go through some shit, right? Because essentially, no, but it's important that we talk about this because I think uh, what I don't want you to do and what I don't want a lot of people to do is think that we're hung up on the nuances, but we are hung up on the nu- hung up on the nuances. It's like as a black woman and as black people, we know when white people are saying something but not saying something, right? Mm. And so as a trans person, I know when you're saying something but not saying something, or I can assume when you're saying something but not saying something. What did you think he meant by that? Because I so, might have said that too. So, But mainly because you're black. But mostly because he's a man, right? And I feel like he comes from a group of people that have taught him to feel a certain type of way about me. And so that comment came off as, I know, you're, I know you go through some stuff, which means that I know that you're trans, and I know that people will know that you're trans, so I know you're going through shit on the street. So you're basically saying, you ain't passable. And I know I would know. No, you're so passable. I know you you're going. great. So, but you look that's amazing. what it feels. But we had a conversation together, and I felt the anger um, coming from you from this situation so that's why I said that gotcha. but I understand your point gotcha. because I do come off that way and I do represent that so I'm not going to run from that mm. but just between you and I that was only because we had that conversation and if we got to that point where it was heated yes. and we had to be like <laughs> yes. alright yes. listen I respect you I respect everything but that's where that came from it really wasn't from a judging place and I'm here you know I want to talk about the word passing <clears throat> um, mm-hmm. so in this room I've 
I want to say it, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I I do think hope is passing. I mean, I, I do too, I, for sure. And not everyone is, which really puts their lives at risk. However, I want to talk about how passing is not a compliment. Can you talk about that for mm. us? And how someone saying, "Wow, you really look like a girl," is fucked up. To me, it's it's a big issue because what it's saying is like you're validating me and how you feel or how you think you should respect me based on the way that I look versus based on based on me being a human being, right? So it's like people will choose to respect you based on the fact that you pass. So had in my mm. had I been Bing Rames in a wig right here, mm-hmm. your seat might be next to Weezy right now. Because of uh, okay. because of the way that I can is, still tell he's because Bing you Rames. can still tell that it's being Rames or whatever. But then it's also like an insult because it's just like saying like, oh my God, you are so I can't believe that you used to be a because there's this ideology that all trans women look like being Rames in a wig. There's this idea that we're not supposed to be attractive, we're not supposed to be wanted or you know sought after, and that's just not true. I want, but I don't break ask. me down to my looks either. I want to ask another. So I'm just going to be the uncomfortable guy. Can I use that as an oh, AKA? I got some uncomfortable questions too, but <laughs> but I feel like hope is open enough, and I feel like these questions. I don't is want trans, people to wonder what we miss. Right? It, do you identify as trans? Yes. Okay. So once you identify as trans, why is it offensive if somebody else identifies you as trans in a way? That's that, a great question. Boom, boom, boom. And it's, it's something that I've actually been pondering with, with myself for the last couple of weeks. That's been a new question because um, a college professor of mine tuned into one of my videos and she's like, you know, when are you going to stop identifying as a trans woman and just be a woman? And that question ate my ass up because I was like, mm, but I'm an activist and I'm trying to, you know, whatever. And she was just like, yeah, but you can be an activist and still just like whatever. But it's also one of those things where I think for women whose sole goal, right, my, my sole goal in this life isn't to pass. But there are some girls who literally are just transitioning just to blend in and not have to deal with any of the transgressions of trans folks. And they want to live in stealth and that's just how they want to live. And so it's important for them to pass because passing means that they have achieved that goal. Passing means that. I don't have to deal with niggas bothering me on the street. It means that I can get a job. It means that healthcare will be afforded to me on certain spaces just based on the way that I look. And so it's important to pass because when I go to the airport, I don't have to worry about like that weird, awkward thing when I get TSA checked. Or I don't have to worry about being in an acting class and doing a kissing scene with everybody in the room knowing that I'm trans and so nobody wants to be my partner. It's about there's a bunch of nuances that go on with passing. And so it's important for some people because passing takes away turmoil. I, I got to go. I got to go with this because when we say passing. Um, and maybe you've never heard that term. before. No, I do. I get it. But then and then we're not identifying as trans because we want to go the full route. Right. You want to you want to wind up on the other side. I'm fully here. I don't have to worry about being uh, clocked is what we for, for anything else. Just, I'm here. Clocked. You identify me as this when you see me. Yeah. Nobody wants to say trans to me. I'm a woman, right? Pardon right. me. For, for anything that I might have said that was wrong there. But then you have the people who, if they were to find out that you've passed, mm-hmm. feel tricked because you have gotten... Now, I, I want to talk about... I think that's great. One with dating and sex and the other with work and other things that she should okay. have. Okay, so right? I went too so, far. Big fan of Pose. <laughs> There's an episode in Pose where she she wants to run a nail shop, and she does. She was passing to the person who rented it. Good segue. Now, the guy, uh, the woman's son, who you know found out, he was like, oh, that, that's a man, Ma. 
gave her her money back, was like, you can't have the store here. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a big fucking deal, right? Because it's like, I don't owe you shit. Nigga, I'm fucking putting my money up to rent this place. Who gives a fuck? What's here? What I used to be? You shouldn't worry about that shit, right? Mm-hmm. Now, to me, you don't need to trick. Like, it, tricking is not the issue. You know what I'm saying? For getting a job. You know what I'm saying? She's just saying she's managing a retail mm-hmm. store. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, being tricked to fucking manage that shit? Like, that's right. fucked up. Oh, you know what? Maybe we shouldn't have put you as a face front for customers because you're a trans woman. Can't do that. Fuck that for work. But for sex... Now, do you agree with me there? Um, No. Why not? And the reason why I don't is because if we're going to normalize this... Which, not saying it isn't normal already. I'm so scared to say the wrong thing, but... If, not saying it isn't normal already because it's normal for you and it's normal for the trans community. But if we're going to say that it's just as normal as homosexual or just as normal as heterosexual, then identing, identifying as trans in the moment, if, if that's what it takes, to me is important. Because once you're saying that I'm... I'm you're dude, saying it's necessary I for think her so. to tell a fucking... I'm, no, 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 no. Oh, see, and I get that. I get that. I get what you're saying. So they're gonna no. fucking say no. No, because nobody's gonna ask you if you know you're a woman, or no? nobody's gonna ask you if you're I'm a man. Tell you exactly why. One, they're worried about healthcare. Oh my god, you know how much this is gonna cost. Right. Two, they're gonna be worried she's an HR issue because someone's gonna talk shit about her. Three, they're gonna worry about and clientele and if how this is gonna make the company look. It's always a fucking it's always liability. Which is which but, is a, a that's a lawsuit. But you have to no, it's not. In thirty two states, trans people can legally be fired just because they find out that you're trans. Shut the fuck up. Really? Thirty two. Thirty two states. I literally, if if I walk in, I pass, I get the job, and somebody says, "Oh, I follow Hope on Instagram. She's an amazing trans activist." My boss can give me my walking papers the next day. And not even tell me that that's why it is. Let's be very They don't even have to say, like, that's why it is. Now how you feel, nigga? When they write up their paperwork. That's awful. Like, when they write up their paperwork, they can tell HR, like, oh, we just felt like it was, like, all of those things that we just listed are valid reasons that they can say this is why we fired her. Do you remember when uh, the whole thing with Trump happened with the military and trans people? You know why the main reason for that was? Because of the cost for transitioning drugs. They don't want to spend money on it. But they spend like $2.5 billion on Viagra. Oh, we already know. Really? Yeah. Bruh. If you don't think it's jet, it costs more than transitioning yeah. drugs for anyone in the military, like times 100 or some shit like that. But point being, like, it's always this really, like, asinine, small, minuscule okay. excuse to just not so, say what you want to say. Right. What? Okay. So... Where, where I'm going with that is, okay, the owner of the nail salon is extremely homophobic. Or... Is it, or we say because I didn't I don't watch pose I've been scared it to watch pose. It would be transphobic. So there's a di- there's different because my thing is, there are okay, people who are cool with gay folks. Mm-hmm. We see it all the time in black culture. Black men are fine with lesbians and studs and and all type of. But, but I'm gonna be real. I've seen black men cool with gay niggas. True, but for some but, trans women. Scares. Trans women is just an off limits, off the unless. Wow. And I've seen this thing in the hood. If she grew up in that hood, then she's the only one that can come in the, around. That but hood. why do you think that is? From well, your point of view. For me, I think that it's always that thing of like being afraid of the unknown, right? If we watch Cookie grow up from Lamont, then Cookie is the hoods and I mean for I have I, friends I'm like very that. I'm very transparent I because I know how the world is, right? So if, if Cookie is the hood tranny, right? We all know Cookie. We know what Cookie is working with, then there's nothing to be afraid of because nobody know, nobody's gonna mistakenly touch Cookie. But if Mariah comes in and we don't know, then we somebody could make that mistake at the party. And that's scary. That is scary. Now. That is scary. 
Okay. So we got the unemployment. We got the employment. Because thing. now, as a man, you're you're you you questioning your own self. You got but other why? people questioning you. But why? Because she's oh, no, a we gonna talk about it. Okay. <laughs> I want to move past the employment thing. Do you understand now? Her renting an apartment. Why she don't need to fucking tell anybody? Her getting a job. Now, so, are we so, clear with that? Why? So it wasn't that she for her. It was more like fighting the transphobia in the other person because obviously that person has issues that yeah, need to be addressed. Yeah, but they could just be like, you know what, I hope you don't really have the skills. So what? How, how do we move forward with that? Like, if we, not, if we just say, you know what, you nobody ever has to know to anything or nobody has to deal with their because, own but transphobia. But my thing is, is my thing is, there are people that are germaphobes that wouldn't hire somebody who had HIV and AIDS, but they're not being forced to disclose that. People don't feel some type of way if you don't, like, mm. people feel some type of way, but if they find out they're not going to necessarily fire you, it's just like, oh, you know, she got AIDS. But this is about to be my favorite episode. You know, it's, it's one of those things where... I sit back and I ask, like, if that's the requirement, then everybody who you're dating, they should be forced to, exp- like, I think that the thing is, it's the ideal of the rate and the, the the time frame for exposing for trans women that we are, like, forced to. Like, the second that a nigga sits down at a bar, looks at you, winks one time, you got to be like, I'm trans. And it's just like, what? Like, that that shit is fucking, it is annoying and it's confusing and it, it, it really hinders you from feeling like a person because I feel like I can never have a good conversation. This is, this I can is never accept good. a drink. I, I want to talk about what y'all both got into and this is a great segue into this now. I feel like, obviously, we could all agree I'm clearly a fucking ally, but I will say I do believe people... Um, should at least have a choice. I don't, I agree. I don't think you need to tell someone sitting at the bar. I don't even know how I'm feeling about a dating profile. I still don't know. I don't feel like you need to have that. But I want to talk about, you said something about walking down the street. You guys got into Uh an argument on IG Live. Uh A lot of women lose their lives that way. Conversation. It was a debate, right? (laughs) It was a debate. It was a good debate. My bad, debate. That's right. It was good. It was good. And you were respectful in that too. I think I want to start talking about dating. How do you go about dating? When do you say it? First date. How does it go? I mean, that's private. It's your genitalia. I, I've interviewed people that have an STD that say they don't say it right until they're about to have sex. Like, that's your... I don't know. Let's talk Every, about it. Everybody has different stuff. My thing is, and it's funny that you mentioned dating profiles, it's on all of my dating profiles. Okay. Um, And it didn't used to be because I used to like to disclose on the first message. Like, I still like to disclose fairly early, but now I put it on my dating profile because... I was getting so many messages, and this is not like me toot my own horn, but it's like the second I would make a, a Tinder, uh, whatever the fuck I was making, it would be like like a flood of fucking messages. And then I would have to tell every single one of them, I'm trans, I'm trans, I'm trans. And then it would either be the block train or the, oh, you can suck my dick train. And Oof. yeah, it's either... It's a wild train. It's either... <laughs> <laughs> right. But it's either I'm not gonna fuck with you like at that's, all. Like that's just as gay. Or or you can or fuck? we can have sex, but that's it. Like I'll fuck a trans girl, but I'm not gonna like we the date I was talking about that beautiful shit that I just put in your inbox. Fuck all that. And um, that was the issue. So now I put it out there. It's the first thing that you see. I am trans. Now, I like movies and books and then, like, all that other stuff. And then, like, when I meet somebody at, like, a bar or something like that, I don't disclose until he asks me out. How tall are you, by the way? 5'10". The height is the only thing that's ever um, made me think twice. Like, when I see women that are, quote-unquote, just for the sake of conversation, passing, and I'm not sure for a second it's, it's only height. It's never their frame. It's never how big they are. It's only height. 
that's been like and that's like oh that's a real touchy subject for me like whenever a guy asks like how tall I am online or something like that it immediately pisses me the fuck off because that's and my thing is I wish that people would just be more honest about it and just say that because yeah. men try to clock you like it doesn't matter how cute you are it doesn't matter how beautiful you are as a trans woman if you're over five foot seven that like for a lot of guys that like mm, they're like mm, yeah you might pass but I ain't got time for that because people question tall women okay. even People that you know are cis women, you'd be like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, what questions so do you I want to delve into this a little bit. I have a specific one. That's fine. Um, you want to go first or should I? The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sort. High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. Goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Father's Day is coming. A day we celebrate the guy who's always there for us. To crack a dad joke. Well, you know what's not a dad joke? Getting $50 off the Bartesian Premium Cocktail Maker with the purchase of his favorite cocktail capsule pack. $50 off. No dad joke. See, this is a dad joke. I lost my glasses today, and guess who I bumped into? Everyone. But the Bartesian Cocktail Maker? It's no joke. Each cocktail capsule contains real fruit juices and all-natural bitters, so Dad can make over 60 premium cocktails he loves. Sidecars, old fashions, gimlets, all with the push of a button. So, for the dad who loves a cocktail with friends and a good joke from time to time, get the Bartesian Premium Cocktail Maker. $50 off now until Father's Day. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get 50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. This message is brought to you by Blue Chew, one of my favorite ads to do because it got me fucked really well. Remember the days when you were always ready to go? Increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed with BlueChew.com. That's right, blue like the color, bringing you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients like Viagra and Cialis. So it ain't no bullshit we giving you. It's real, it's proved, but you don't have to go to some big pharma and pay a bunch of money because they ship directly to you. And thank me, we're going to give you your first shipment for free when you use the promo code HORRIBLE. Only thing you got to do is basically worry about pulling out. Your dick's going to be fucking ready to go. And guess what? You can take them anytime, day or night, full stomach. They're chewable, so they work twice as fast as a pill. So you could literally be ready the second she gives you the okay. Bluechew.com, B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W, promo code HORRIBLE. Try it for free. And tell us how good your sex was. So here's my question. I had a class in college once where we had a trans woman come up. And she was really just just starting transitioning. Um, To be honest, I thought it was a white dude with long hair because she wasn't even really dressing. 
um, like like a woman usually would. But I wanted to talk about genitalia and the first question out of my mouth. And it's funny because now I have a sex podcast. I was like, what do you do when people want to talk about, you know, are you pre-op or post-op? I I really want to know. And she got really insulted that I asked that question. But it's something that I'm curious about because now we know you're trans. Then what? The reason I'm curious is because even if someone's down, maybe they've never, I don't know. They're like, okay, do we have anal sex? Do I have anal sex? Now how do we have sex? That's Mm. important too because I'm not sure. So like at what point do you feel comfortable talking about it and how can someone ask you in a respectful way? That's wild. Um, I honestly, um, but I think it's different just because I've been in the activism field. So I think I'm a lot more because I have to tell like rooms of people about what's between my legs and what's not between my legs or how I talk about sex. And so I think that for me, it's more so about asking about their comfort. But it's asking about your comfort for my sanity because I don't have time to build something awesome. We talking for two weeks or so, whatever. And then we have a drunk night, come back to the crib and you just ain't down. But like So... You 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 say in your activism. I think that's the second or third time. And right. just you, you just you being forward, right? Being an activist. That's why you put. I, I is that a reason why you feel comfortable saying I'm trans? Let's move on. Like because some people, like you said, don't want to be pulled out of that mm-hmm. space. Like I want to be recognized where question. I am I can, right now. I've, I I follow a few trans women that don't have it in their profile anymore. Right, and then they have hundreds of comments. Let me eat your butt, yo. This that, and the other, and I'm like, okay. So that's why I kind of was like, yo, we need to make trans more normalized. And the only way you can do that is if you say, yo, I'm trans. That's why I said it. Because... How do you feel about that? But nothing. There, there are plenty of women that are saying that they're trans. But the thing about it is that when we say it, it's immediately brought down and fizzled Agreed. down. Agreed. Especially when you're attractive. And open for hate. There's a lot of hate there. It's, but it's not even necessarily hate. When you're an attractive woman that says that you're trans, it's immediately boiled down to your sexual parts and what you can do for me sexually. Mm-hmm. They no longer want to hear about you know anything that you have going on. If they followed you for hair, even women, it boils down to... Like, oh, she was pretty, but now I want to know if she says has her penis. Now I want to know if she's willing to fuck me if she does have her penis. Mm. Guys, it's like, oh, I wonder, like, if I can slide in the DMs real quick. I wonder if she's an escort. Like, it immediately goes to all of these other, like, the second that you say that you are trans, but you're not, you know, like, the version of trans that people think should be kept out of bathrooms, that version, and you're actually, like, an attractive person that people can see themselves having sex with, then that's all people can think about. I've, I've been curious about that, too, because, like... I had a cis hetero friend, not friend for real, but the guy I smoked with back in Florida. And this woman walked by us who was trans. She had a shirt with a flag on it. And he was like, is that a gay flag? That's what he asked me. You know, blue, white, mm-hmm. pink, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, um, she's trans. And he was this like. Is a trans flag? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, and he said, okay, well, like her, I would fuck. And I know she heard him, and I wondered how she felt. And I didn't say anything because I was confused on what to say. I didn't check him. I didn't know what to do. But I wondered, like... Is he bi-curious? Is there such thing as trans-curious? But see, why is that even a thing? <laughs> huh? Why is that a thing? If he, if it's a trans woman... Oh, but he, it doesn't matter because she's a woman. That's an attractive woman who he would fuck. Uh, I mean, but... Okay. But... So that's the thing. Let's dig into it. So no, that's is the thing. Because, See, that's is the thing. We need to be here because he doesn't know how to get. No, you know what? That. I need mm-hmm. to get there because I was gonna say this before. You're at the bar. You're talking to dude. Mm-hmm. You don't know what his preferences are. He doesn't know your history. 
Anything else? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to. Yo, I'm trying Todd, to. Be, Todd, I'm trying. I ain't gonna lie. I'm trying. He doesn't know your history. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'm trying. I just don't want to be. Hey, I'm be real. That was good. I got a big dude it. over here. I don't want it. no smoke. I'm I don't want no smoke with, with you. Well, I don't know your sexual orientation. <laughs> but I, let me just dude, say Dude, I'm trying here. Just everybody. I appreciate Todd. So look. boom. Wait. See, you, he doesn't. You're waiting to the end of the okay, conversation. Fair. Let's talk about that. He's in the flirting bar. with you the whole conversation. At the end of the conversation, now, you didn't say. Now, did you just said before the number? Yeah. yeah. So she's like, she'll have now, the drinks. Can you talk I'm about? Having, mm-hmm. Do you know trans women that do not do that? And yes. then can you talk about reasons for safety and what works best? I want to talk about safety. Disclosure and safety are they go hand in hand, right? So you never know when mm-hmm. disclosing is gonna get you jumped outside of this bar. You never know when disclosing is going to get a bottle upside the head right then and there. You never know, right? Mm-hmm. You don't know how people are going to respond or react. And when I was, I want to say when I was 22, I was living in Texas and that very same thing happened to me. I'm at a bar. I'm minding my business. I'm drinking. Had a bad night. African dude, fine as shit, comes over, six foot something, him and his entourage of people. And he's whining. My, I had a horrible fucking day. So you buying drinks. I'm drinking. We talking. We chatting. And at the end of the night, I'm like, okay. I'm bouncing and he was like no let me get your number I'm gonna be back and I was like okay well before you do that like I gotta tell you like this probably isn't what you want and he's like what do you mean this isn't what I want I was like well I'm I'm trans I'm not sure if you want to take it further than this and he's just like oh like you know not necessarily my thing I know how American men are but that's not me and I'm thinking okay decent exchange I'm gonna go hop in this car and I'm gonna bounce and on my way to my car, six African men beat my ass <sighs> outside of the bar. He went and, told them he went and gathered his goonies, and they beat me up outside of the bar. And they made it a, their business. How did it stop? Uh, some guys like from the inside of the bar who heard him plotting. Because what happened was after I said it, it was my un- immediate like feeling to run. Even though he was being nice, something in my spirit just was like, this ain't this so, ain't right. You're, that's to, so you. I want to apologize for that, right? And I'm apologize just for everybody who I've, because I know in my life, I have had those moments where I might have run into somebody and be like, "Yo, that's a man" or whatever. I, I'm pretty sure I can't remember anything specific right now, but I'm pretty sure I've done it. So, but that's just my own ignorance that I've had to deal with. But moving further from that, without a but, to the end of that statement, because mm-hmm. that statement needs to be isolated. Do you think that, damn, because this is mad specific, after six drinks, that's the time when you tell me that? When I'm not even thinking properly? But my thing is, I have no intention on having sex with you. Yes, you're attractive. Yes, you're cool. Why she got to tell you when she's drinking and chilling? Because our, our exchange has nothing to, it's our exchange here in this bar at this moment it's but we going. know where this is leading. Because see, I'm gonna be honest with you. We know where this is leading. This conversation between this man and a woman. Yeah, but we I know don't where know. this is leading. But, but, but Tahoe, it, at the end of the night, when you're drinking with someone, you need me at a bar. I don't I'm know if I'm gonna fuck you. you or not. I don't. But you know, I want to have sex. <laughs> you but might so, not know what you want, so, but you know what I so want. I owe you that when I'm enjoying no, your company. No, I owe you, you an don't. explanation and that that's I'm not, the thing. that I'm on my period. That's it. Because that's your mouth works. Because, like he said, like she said, maybe dude could just go for some heads. So, That's what they be asking for anyway. 
Right? Cool. That's what she said. Her or mouth works too, but that don't mean that she got to fucking tell you that she ain't in the mood to suck I your totally dick agree with you. And I, like I said, I realize that there's a lot of hate. I don't think that I would tell somebody. To, there's no fucking way. And I realize that some people might not want to say nothing because of how a motherfucker's going to make them feel. How are they going to make them respond? And also but I just don't like, know when is the right time. I night and enjoying someone's time before. And then he's going to come and then she's going to get into that place where she's either got to be honest or go back saying, I'm not going to say nothing. But why is the end of the night a bad but, time? But that's well, And that's, that's good for her. She even goes there on the first thing before the, But you do know. you see how, like, this whole thing is, like, problematic and shit? It's like, I'm damned if I do it, I'm damned if I do Yes, I, I get it. I totally get it. But I don't, you got to understand that as a, me too, I, what do I do? Because now I, I'm sitting here, I didn't know that this was the conversation I was But my thing having. is, why is that a problem? Because all anybody else in this bar saw, all anybody else in the bar saw, was you talking to a pretty girl at the bar. Yeah. Nobody that's else. What in I, the, that's what I thought. Nobody else in the bar, but you, knows that I'm trans. Because your homeboys I'm were having a lit night, but your home. My thing is, if you're. Because okay, so what you're trying to say is I'm transphobic, right? No, and not tra- me. I'm not. Well, no, yeah, I'm representing but, this person. But what I'm saying right. is, if you're representing this person and you're transphobic, transphobia, and to for to, for it to be triggered, it's about the embarrassment of being caught with a trans person. Nobody caught you with a trans person. You, you don't know. As a nobody guy, you knew. Don't know. Yo, boom! It's a trans trans woman that lives in my neighborhood. Had her body done ridiculously. This is back before bodies was getting done. Biggest, roundest ass, best boobs, everything. We all knew. Like you said, we know her. She speaks to us, what up, what up, you know? And she speaks to like a lady, and we, we know, we really, we just having fun with her. All that. It was good. It's only because, like you said, she grew up around us. We know her. We know her when she transitioned and everything. That was a fair point to make, too. Right? So, boom. We all outside one night. She's walking to the train station. Bus driver pulls over. Hops out. Bus driver pulls the whole bus over. Her body's <laughs> crazy like that, so he pulls the whole bus over. Uh, tries to holler at her, and I guess she just told him straight up, like, "Yo, I'm trans." He and she like backed up, so we like, "Yo, yo, yo!" So he seen us, like we was like, "Yo, chill out!" And he ran back on the bus and took off on the bus. So I get that y'all have it bad either way. I but I don't know as the bus driver. When was the right time for him to, to to know or? But obviously none. If she tells if you, if you gonna freak out before my number in your phone, right? Nigga, there's no good time. There was no good. That six drinks don't fucking matter, dog. Yeah. Because if you was gonna tell your niggas and y'all are drunk, to me to be that violent, know. like I'm gonna be real with you. This is the same thing with abuse, right? I maybe you've never heard me tell this story, but I had a very abusive ex, and the first time he hit me, I was like he was drunk. That's what I thought. How could drunk? You are a good person, right? I don't think you could get drunk and hurt me, Tahoe. I no, don't. No, no, no. That he's abusive and uh, Period. underlying. That abusive. is the, That's point what we're saying. And the same point. Right. So Six all transphobia is? comes from, from a place where it can't be corrected the, or learned from. Like you can't The co- point I don't is know her if safety. Abuse is something you could correct. Couldn't have been saved from them six Regardless. Drinks, bruh. His niggas jumped you? That didn't take beer. Didn't take tequila. Period. You wouldn't do it to her. You wouldn't. You wouldn't do it to me. You have to innately have that. 
And this is why conversations are necessary so that we can learn like trans people aren't scary, trans women aren't scary. And honestly, how do you fight transphobia though? This bro, is I don't thing. know. My like, thing. That's one of my questions. But but like, that's the thing. It's it? about it's, it's not even about normalizing. It's about going about your fucking business. Mind your fucking business. Like it's it's not even just the idea of oh it being scary for it to happen to you. But I don't understand that people like there is a young man who just killed himself because he was in a relationship with a trans. Do you woman remember that? Video? That had you see that? nothing Reese, to do. Dude, Reese, Reese right. uh-huh. killed himself in a relationship that had nothing to do with other niggas. Let me represent. But they're pressed. Because he likes the trans. You know, woman. I'll be real with you. I said I think, we we had Dustin in here and we discussed that, and I feel like they were so hard on him because he looked so masked. Yeah, because like masked. you, nigga, like you, like let's Masculine. say maybe you versus a guy that's a little more feminine or flamboyant mm-hmm. dating a trans woman. They gonna get on you more. I think okay. they don't expect it from you, and right. that's what happens. I've been thinking about what you guys have said to me. And I'm thinking about why it's such a big deal for uh, people who are transphobic. And I think that in the heterosexual community, amongst women, women, men, and I've been I've been told that even the gay community, yeah. there is a lot of homophobia. It, it, I don't know exactly how to represent what they're talking about in the gay community, but I do know men aren't allowed any preferences outside of women before being labeled gay black men black are men. not allowed. we're very scared of what we might like of any ex- of exploring of being judged of course and so because of that we go super hard to prove that we aren't even masking your own desires and curiosities so because of that I think that's where the phobia comes from and the aggression. Because what the guy at the bar, this guy, his biggest problem wasn't you because he liked you already. Mm-hmm. His biggest problem was those guys knowing that he liked you. That's it, Fuck them niggas. His biggest problem at the base of it is himself. No, it was them. Yes, it is. Because him. then now when she walked away. That's all ego. When she walked away, he looked around and wanted to know did they know she was trans? Because now he wanted to, act, yo, she's this. Yo, did you know? But it, it goes back to what Weezy said. That's an internal thing, right? Okay. Because it's, it's like you having to like validate that you're, that how you're, could I have liked her? That, how could I? I'm if your boys right. know. I've been at the early stages of my transition. I remember I'm walking home and it was three dudes. One of them wanted to talk to me and the other two trailed behind. I'm listening to the conversation that his friends are having behind us. Mm-hmm. I think that's a man. Mm-hmm. I think I, I think that's a man. Yo, you think that's, I think that's a man. He's so busy trying to spit game. He don't hear nothing that's happening. It's not until we get into the CVS and we part ways that I'm I'm still hearing the conversation. Yo, I think that's a dude. Nah, that ain't no dude. Like, she fine as fuck. Y'all don't see. Nah, that's a dude. I to go. We got the light on now. Go look in there. And then now. That would scare me. Regardless, I'm scared for now. Like, I'm literally like. I don't know where the story is going. It, it, it scared me. But my thing is, he didn't think. Even in the light, he came over. He did like the, so you really ain't going to give me your number. But he's observing me now, now that there's light. Right now that we're no longer walking down a dark street, now that there's like you're observing me, you still don't see it. But because they pressed you about it, now you have to see it. Oh, yeah, y'all right. That's the dude. I'm getting the fuck up out of here. Y'all, let's go. But you didn't see that. 
And so it's back to what Weezy is talking about. It doesn't matter about what they think. It's all about the perception of myself and how I see myself and how I know that they're going to think about me regardless. Because even if even if he had come back and said, nah, in the light, she even more gorgeous. Now, according to them, you gay. And that's what he doesn't want to have to deal with. Mm-hmm. It's still internal. It's all about him and his bullshit. But and that's the thing I think a lot of men like to make it about other people when it's, it's legitimately about you. you know, one of the scariest things for me when I was talking to a trans woman at a bar like months back no bullshit doing this show being a part of the community like friends that i have i was literally looking at her feeling her and i was thinking like whose ass i'm gonna have to be over my girl like i started Uh, fast forwarding in my head like all the things that would happen to me and how i would fucking deal with everybody else and i I was really like i I think i think that there's so much understanding of what's going on in society now for trans well Maybe not for trans or maybe I don't know, mm-hmm. but I don't think that it's I don't want to make the heterosexual people the victim. But I do want to say that there's so much pressure on black men, straight black men to be a certain way. And now we're looked at as like we're like being demonized for being that way. I don't think that it's like we've been taught that by our our music, off, our culture, our parents, the church, everybody. You got to be this way. And the minute you deviate from that, you're demonized. I love you to death, what? but you're a white person saying, I didn't know that saying nigger was bad. That's what you don't, I don't right know now, if that's true. But right. it is. But I actually, I want to come to his defense on that because I think that it's important that we talk about black women's part or portion in the way that black men see and but cultivate you know and date. that you're wrong you know that this is another human you know that this is a black person but it doesn't, you know that, that at the core when, of it, what you're doing is but wrong. but when my mother you tell him you don't it's not it's not about what they know it's about the Being idea taught. that the matriarchs of my community the women who i'm my thing is i can be attracted to trans women right just like men could be attracted to fat women men could be attracted to short women but majority of the time they don't get to date a lot of those majority of the time he's not dating trans women right and so if i know that dating one trans woman could possibly eradicate my chances of dating any other woman because they know that then i can't date one trans woman that's fair that I agree with you on. Now, when he was talking, talking about the music and shit like that, saying blatantly transphobic and homophobic shit, no. I feel like people know that's wrong. But those interferes, absolutely, because of that influence. That I'll give you. That's very, that's, that's, what you're saying about saying blatantly homophobic stuff is relatively new. When you, people was, we, you still got people saying pause. You still got see, people saying F word. Like 10 years ago, I'm listening For to the you, locks and, ago, and, okay. and stuff like that. But it's, but it's literally been everything we grew right? up on. My, I went to prom with a gay nigga. Like, I, I just kind of lived a different life. I always knew those things were bad. I always knew. Even if I said faggot in high school, it coming out of my mouth didn't even feel right. I had to stop doing that. Right. I had too many gay niggas around me. How could I do this? But like, you did. We didn't. But I knew it wasn't right. Like, I'm telling you, I feel like you... And you come from a place, like... There are people that, yes, they knew it was wrong. I'm one of those people. Nigga, I grew up with black shit, with a black mama... I just grew up on a different side. You're telling me my gay friends didn't know that was wrong? I'm trying to let you understand that I understand your side. And I'm doing my best to understand the trans side. You're but I also we grew think up that and it just became bad. That's not true. I just also think that it's been part of our culture to be phobia, to have these phobias. And now we're like, it's wrong. Everybody's wrong. 
And, and also, so my thing is, all right, where does the growth come from? Where, but it's how does it happen? Well, what, it's what not he's saying is right. Yeah. It has been part of the culture to push men to be like that. Right. But it's We've not, always known that it was one to treat people bad. Like, look, at, well, look at how many black people yeah. at a faster rate are getting employed at things because we're more of the face of things. Black Lives Matter right. movement. There's just more movements. We're more in your face. Mm. Maybe that's why you feel that way. Even to say cis feels like a slur, like nigga. No, that's right. how people use it, though. No, no it's not. not. Yo, they don't talk to y'all that way. I'm the one on Twitter. If you Google or Tahoe. search Tahoe TV and Cisette, you will see cis- everybody... Cis- who has says it is saying it to me in a derogatory way to the point where I didn't like the word it's until I found out what it was. It. And that's the thing. Like, it's about knowledge of the word, right, as people are using it. Because I've heard this argument before where people are like, don't call me sis because that just makes, <laughs> like, just call me what I am. I'm a woman. You're not a woman. But it's like, so heterosexual people, cis people are allowed to give every other community a name that they can cope with and and compartmentalize people. But then when the LGBT people give you all a name and compartmentalize Uh, you for for our conversations, it's a slur. I I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I'm saying that when it's used in a certain way, that's the the way that it's But my thing is, sis, like there's no way to be like, oh, like I, I feel stupid even trying to find a way to say cis in a way that's like disrespectful. It's just like, oh no, you're anytime a cis one of these cisset straight black men right. come on here, it's this, that, and the other. So if every just, time I see that word, it's, it's just, like I, that. I think that anytime any like, one of these trans like, women get on, like that's like me being upset for like that. It's just the title. Yeah. It's yeah, not, at the end of the day, it's not a slur. Right. I think that you might the energy you're giving is sometimes how women feel about the word female. These females, da 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 da. Yeah, I can see that. I can understand that. Females look lovely. Uh, Right, (laughs) right. But you see how easy it is for me to say, yeah, I understand that. And y'all like, no, no, we don't understand where you're coming from. And that's the point is that we have to try to understand the other side. We have to. I'm curious to see the comments. I feel like uh, being semi All you got to do is search it. It's literally right there. I think the reason it's hard is because, like, there's so there are real slurs being a Man, I don't mean it's a slur. You, uh, well, here it is. You're not a marginalized group. Oh, I'm you not. You know what I'm saying? You're We're not. not. Oh, oh, when did so, that like, happen? What, where, where is the oppression in cis man? Like, there's no fucking slur. Black, like, black men aren't aren't marginalized cis. because we're not talking about that. black men. We ain't say that. I ain't okay. definitely ain't say that. Cis hat ain't a motherfucking marginalized group. Uh, yeah, okay. They're the group I with all that. the fucking privilege. And it's just like these <laughs> all, white people. All of our 1% of privilege out of this world. Look at it. Bro, I'm not talking about black men. Take your black ass out of this. Right. Go back to cis hat. <laughs> I'm on black men's side always. Right. But cis hat? She's like, what? Trump is a cis hat, okay? Right. Like. See? <laughs> <laughs> all right, I want to jump Trump. into some no, questions I've had that um, I feel like are important. I'm going to go back to Pose. There's a scene in the show Pose, okay? There's a popular woman in the show, Electra. She's like the done data. She's the best. Now, Electra wants to get an, her operation done. What's the name of it? Sorry. Uh, it's SRS. SRS. Mm-hmm. What is it? Sexual reassignment surgery. Reassignment surgery. Okay. The switching so, the, the things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she wants to be um, post-op. She's pre-op, so to speak. And on the show, she's very poised, fabulous. She has a sugar daddy that pays for all her shit. When she gets her surgery done, he doesn't want her anymore. Wow. I want to talk about that. I want to talk about, has anyone ever told you they, they don't want you to? And how does that feel? Are there any men that are specific when talking to you about making sure that 
it's still there, whatever. In roundabout ways. Mm. Um, in roundabout ways. Like when the conversation has come up with like two of my long standing like pieces, they both and it's crazy because there are two completely different men, but they both had a very similar answer, which is like it was like that do what you want, but not really type deal. Um and I remember like cause I was younger when they when I had that conversation with the both of them, and it was kinda like in my mind, I was like, so are you, like, are you gay? Like, are you not going to want me if I don't have this? Like, because I'm a woman, and I thought that that was the whole point. Like, I thought you would be happy. Like, I didn't get the responses from them that I thought that I would get about, like, getting a vagina. Like, I thought that they would be like, oh, yeah, like, fuck that, because now there's, like, a weight lift. I don't know. No, I, I do have I a know. question I want to ask that I feel like is offensive, and I feel like Tahoe. For those men, are you topping? No. You're not? Never. So that's what's really interesting to me because t- at that point it's really all fucking aesthetics like if it, and, and, and oral- it's just what they like what yeah. when we say topping are you the one that's penetrating okay so no yeah forget it I don't want to know <laughs> sorry I asked like bad. well I wanted to know because a lot of the assumption with trans women and sex is like oh now I get to get fucked but it's like the trans women I know are not fucking niggas They're so not? I've no. no. The who, who most I have sex with. Most trans- I mean fucking niggas, I'm sorry, like penetrating. They're they're they're, they're taking the, they're not giving. Yeah. Is that oh. better? So yeah, but that's because they are women. Come on, Taha. Look at you. God damn it. <laughs> fucking learning and shit. But I asked that specific question <laughs> because I was curious to know if men that have a very serious stance about that are feeling like there's a piece of puzzle missing for their sex at all. You so, know what I'm saying? One of the guys, like, straight up told me, he's like, you know, if I wanted to date or be with a biological woman, I could do that. He's like, the whole thing about being attracted to trans women also is that there's this extra something. Um, And I was just like, okay. It's just, it's an aesthetic thing. It's just like, you know, being with, you could be with any woman, but, like, I like fat girls because I like the way that. Fat feels, or do you ever want to have reassignment surgery? Uh, It's one of those things that I teeter back and forth with because it's it's. I think that it's mostly for vanity's purposes, right? Mm. It's so that I I can wear a fucking bathing suit and not have to worry about if my tuck is gonna slip. What what is okay? So if it's not about (laughs) the reassignment surgery, what exactly was trans to you? Like what is what where? What's happening? What right does now? trans mean? That's what you mean. So, no, I'm trying to. Yeah, like no, What's I'm trying transition? to understand. Like you, you so there's cross dressing. Mm-hmm. Oh, th- great! That was and in then, there too. And then now there's. Okay, so what is it about trans that makes you trans? That. Or made so you... a lot of the times, cross dressers are just people who usually identify themselves as people who like the way that they feel in the opposite opposite sex's clothes. And usually that applies to women too, but people don't pay women any attention because whatever. But there are men who will say like, oh, I just like the way that silk feels on my skin and like, you know, the women, the way that women's shirts are cut or whatever. They're usually people that have fallacies for clothing and I've the way that they feel or look at men put that in their profiles and then they'll just like wear panties and like more lingerie yeah. type of thing. They're not walking outside and if they are, it's like for a fetish type of thing. It's a, it's a fetishized activity. It's not, it's a verb being is the thing that you do versus the thing that you're living, right? So it's not this thing that oh, they're that's, in that's a great constantly. Okay. okay. Um, it's a verb and a thing that you do. Right. Now, trans specifically, does that mean, to his question for someone that may not know, taking shots, taking hormones, right? Like, what is it? Like, what, yeah, where did that, 
like the actual transitioning, like the feminization of the body, the feminization of the look. And that doesn't need, my thing is there's a different um, bridge to cross for every different person, right? So me, I am a trans femme presenting woman, right? But India Moore, who is also on the show Pose, does not identify as a trans woman offset. Non-binary? India, India is non-binary offset. And so their pronouns are they, them, offset. And a lot of people will look at India and say, oh, that's a trans woman. I get it now, but you don't get it because I'll show you India. India is femme presenting, however, they are not. By the way. A trans woman. I know a nigga that ran into India at a party and he was like, bro, people kept coming up to her and saying they loved her on this show. He said, when I found out it was posed, I was like, ain't no way. <laughs> he was like, they can't all be trans. She's a gorgeous. So much so that like on the show they talk I'm, about. I'm still she... stuck on non-binary offset. So what is it about her that so made he... her not? Scroll up and look at oh, her. Oh, yeah. Face. She is pretty, pretty, uh, pretty. <laughs> pretty, <laughs> pretty, 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 I'm pretty, so, pretty, 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 pretty. Y'all got to give me some slack. I get it. Okay. So non-binary, let's talk about that, yeah. But when you're non-binary, you're somebody who doesn't, you don't want to be claimed by either one of the sexes, right? So India is neither super masculine or super feminine. India likes to ride the wave of both of those things. It's more of a two-spirit sort of deal. Can you switch between? Like just be, a, if you're trans, can you just be, you, so, be a guy one day? With, bi- with the non-binary life? slash androgyny spectrum of everything, you can do what the fuck you want. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, high five casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High five. High five. Casino. Casino. Win at highfivecasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Father's Day is coming. A day we celebrate the guy who's always there for us. To crack a dad joke. Well, you know what's not a dad joke? Getting $50 off the Bartesian Premium Cocktail Maker with the purchase of his favorite cocktail capsule pack. $50 off. No dad joke. See, this is a dad joke. I lost my glasses today, and guess who I bumped into? Everyone. But the Bartesian cocktail maker, it's no joke. Each cocktail capsule contains real fruit juices and all natural bitters, so dad can make over 60 premium cocktails he loves. Sidecars, old fashions, gimlets, all with the push of a button. So, for the dad who loves a cocktail with friends and a good joke from time to time, get the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. $50 off now until Father's Day. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get 50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Can you talk about two-spirit? I just learned that term this year at Pride. Um, I, I felt bad, too. I was like, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I saw the tea was fun. <laughs> but that's the thing. So the trans, there's transgender, transgender, and then there's the trans umbrella that everything that's kind of like under that scope falls under. So there's transgender, two spirit, gender nonconforming, asexual is now um, a part of our umbrella as well. Mm. Um, there's a bunch of things that fall underneath that trans umbrella, and two spirit is just basically like another. It's like a hypersensualized version of somebody who identifies themselves as non-binary or somebody who identifies themselves as um, androgynous like Grace Jones and Boy George and all of those people who like play around with the idea of gender rules and the way that gender is supposed to go. Prince. So, right, Prince. So somebody like India takes it a step further and says that not only do I not follow these necessarily like these binary things about what gender means, but I'm also not going to follow the social economic rules of binary and, and gender. So if I'm with somebody, if he does identify as a cis male, India might say, well, I understand that like femme presenting people aren't supposed to pay their own check, but I'm paying the check because fuck got that. Got it, got it. You know, now, so. how do you feel about, because I feel like I'm fake woke, like I'm woke, but I feel like gender reveal parties aren't a big deal. I don't really want, I don't think a kid necessarily needs to have X because like, what about for medical reasons? I want you to know without having to take my kid's diaper off. Like how, you know, what's common in boys or girls when they grow up. How do you feel about gender reveals or gender parties or assigning gender at birth i think that it's stupid <laughs> like yeah. to me like i don't like the baby shower and the showering of moms who might be in need with like gifts or you know just come in to celebrate a mom who might have been having a tough ass fucking pregnancy that i get like i'm not against baby showers but the whole idea of this gender reveal and like lately people crying because they got like either a boy or a girl like oh, that, shit wanted, is that shit is fucking retarded so you you feel like gender reveals are what unnecessary? i just think that they're unnecessary and okay. especially because with with these new days your child is growing up in a completely new America. Like, when I was growing up, I didn't know. Like, I remember my mom telling me after this one incident, if I ever came home as anything other than her son, that she didn't know me anymore. How old were you? I was, like, seven. How old did you, do you, did you, when you were growing up, um, did you feel like, okay, I'm... I was a gay boy, proud, gay boy. loud, proud, and strong until I was about 19. Okay. Like, Never had any other idea. Like, I was always feminine. There was always, like, weave and makeup and all that jazz. But I never, like, first of all, I didn't know I had a choice. So at 7, my mom is telling me, if you ever come home as anything other than my son, I'm like, bitch, I have an option. Like, what you mean? <laughs> like, Now, what, what made her say that? Did she catch you in clothes? or No. Um, A guy that she was dating. I had a really bad day at school. Uh, fucking third grader I don't know <laughs> but I had a bad day at school and I'm walking home and a guy that she was dating hood nigga was across the street with his homeboys and he was trying to speak to me but because I had a bad day and I was adding to no seven year old I'm like fuck you I ain't talking to you today like I don't have time for this bullshit and I kept walking and so that Saturday I'm sitting in the living room with my grandparents and my mom comes in storming, raging, cussing, screaming, yelling and fussing, beating the shit out of me. And me and my grandparents like, what the fuck? Like, I'm thinking back like you as you get your ass whooped for something that you don't know about. You thinking like, what did I do in school? Like, what did I? And she's just like, Lamont told me he tried to speak to you and you walked away switching like a little bitch. And I was like, oh, that's what this is about. It wasn't because I didn't speak. It was because he specifically said that I walked away switching like a girl mm. and he was in front of all his homeboys. And so there was a conversation about me that ensued after that because you're dating his mom how does your mom feel about your oh now we're good now now we're good i would have never like you couldn't have told me even three years ago you she was transphobic early you couldn't and have you told taught me. her now do you feel like your mom was more comfortable with you being gay boy definitely than 
Definitely. Like, she swallowed that pill so easy. It was almost like... She had her moments where she said ignorant things, but she was not ignorant. Like, even beforehand. Like, I don't think that my mom was ever ignorant about, you know, like, LGBT people. She had, like, stereotypical black thoughts about it, but she wasn't really ignorant to the idea. But... It was one of those things where when I initially transitioned, because there was no conversation, like how most people sit their parents down, like the gay conversation that happened. The trans conversation was I went to college and I came back home. Were you com- comfortable being gay in school with your mom? Like, like yeah, like that was Good. it didn't get bad with her for the gay thing until I got my first serious boyfriend. And then she knew it was Dude, like you gay, gay. Yeah. When you were gay, did you identify as a gay? Did you ever want to be did you see yourself as a woman? No, I saw a, and that's a, that's a really, and I talk about that in my book too. Uh, Shameless plug. (laughs) Um, What's the name of your book? uh, Becoming Hope, uh, Removing the Disguise. Uh, So, that was one of those things where I would constantly dream about this woman and she was this gorgeous girl with this black hair and these beautiful blonde highlights and I don't know where the fuck this bitch was coming from. (laughs) I see you, girl. (laughs) But, I would see this girl all the time. But at that point, like, I guess I was, I don't, I didn't have verbiage for it. So I would just see, and I knew that it was me, but I was like, oh, I don't want to be a girl. I think I'm just going to play with the weeds. You're 26, the... you said? Mm-hmm. Okay. And so for the longest time, I spent a lot of time just thinking, like, I'm a, I'm a feminine. And then I found out what androgynous meant. I was like, oh, I'm androgynous. I'm like Grace Jones. Like, I'm doing this, like, funky fashion thing. You're finding yourself for real. And I was finding myself. Like, it was just, like, little by little. Now, I was on a panel once with some shitty white people. Shout out to the good 27 that are listening. <laughs> and um, one of them told me that I was going so hard for trans people when there's a higher rate of trans people killing themselves once they transition, mm-hmm. finally. Um, has there had there been a time where you were like, fuck, I did the wrong thing? Uh, No. That's amazing. I wanted to hurt myself before transitioning. Um. But the life expectancy, by the way, for black trans women is 35, nigga. What? That's from getting killed by someone else and killing yourself. Why? What's up? I mean, I get the other. I don't mean it. Turmoil. Like (laughs) mentally and emotionally transitioning is draining because a lot of trans people who are doing this are doing this without a support system. Fortunately, I have several of them. But there are a lot of trans women who are doing this and then they're looking at the people of the world like Amaya Scott, like India, like, um, you know, like T.S. Madison and all these beautiful trans women who are on social media. And they're like, I'm never going to be that. I am a six foot five guy who played, you know, football most of his life. I'm never going to be that small. I'm never going to pass. I'm never going to whatever. How do you Um, feel about trans popular trans women like Caitlyn Jenner? Uh, first of all, Caitlyn Jenner, we don't claim her. Um, I didn't think so. But... We don't claim her. But as Why? far as, because she's problematic as shit. Um, and I think that she's problematic because she doesn't realize that she's problematic. And then even once she realized that some of the things that she said was problematic, she doesn't go about apologizing in a way that shows that you stand in solidarity. She's, she's like still... a super Trump supporter, but even beyond that. Yeah. What, what I was curious, why I wanted to ask that question was because Taylor Swift video came out, right? Can we do two more minutes? Mm-hmm. 10 minutes for you, good Benson? You guys got a long episode today, but we got great dialogue on here. Taylor Swift had a video where uh, she had a bunch of gay niggas in it. Mm-hmm. Lance Bastrom in sync, Laverne Cox, who is the trans woman from Orange is the New Black. I don't know if you know her. Just yeah, uh-huh. very, like, for the people video. But we all know that she ain't shit. And people felt like it was pandering. Now, I had a really good conversation with my gay friends, my closest gay friends, Vinny and Christopher. And I think one of them were saying this is bullshit. And the other one was saying, fuck it, now it's out there. Like, I don't give a fuck how the message gets out as long as it's there. 
is Caitlyn Jenner good for white people to see and mainstream people to see a trans woman or not? Because she's not mm-hmm. an ideal model of what we want mm-hmm. a trans woman to represent. Is she necessary or is she not? I think the conversation that she facilitated was necessary, but it also shows us how the conversation that we were already having as people, um, as people of color, was ignored because mm-hmm. Laverne Cox was already on Orange Is the Black way before so, uh, Laverne Cox had been mm-hmm. on the cover of Time. Laverne Cox had already Janet gotten. Janet Mock was in something I heard. Or Janet Mock, before? yeah, Janet Mock was a freaking CNN like announcer. Like so Janet, I Mock didn't know was, that. I just found that she out. had a whole podcast on the same network as Angela Rye. Like she was doing things right. Um, we had so many black trans women who were doing T.S. Madison, whether it was problematic or not. T.S. Madison was paving the way for trans women on social media. Mm-hmm. And so then you have this sixty-something-year-old white man who decides I'm going to embrace this truth and become Caitlyn, and now the world stops. Mm. Now the world says I want to pay attention, and it's like, mm. so we need to hear fuck out. I have a question. Oh, I, I have a question. Uh, I know you have a couple left. There's, but there's some questions from listeners. A really good one. Go so ahead. my thing is, um, how do we? I feel like trans is their own section of the community. Mm-hmm. I think I feel it's like hetero is their own sexual. LGBT is it? How do we get it to be more that everybody? Is is in each is having this conversation together? Because I feel like even if T. S. Madison is maybe you got the girls that are cool with the with gay people that are watch the um thing with Tiffany Haddish mm-hmm, or, mm-hmm. or you know trans or, or they watch it, but the, the the heterosexual people won't just turn and watch it. They'll say, "Oh, that's a trans girl," and they'll fast forward that's or whatever. How true. do we do that? Like, what exactly is the pill that this community by takes, continuing to society takes spaces like this? Right. By continuing to infiltrate spaces like this and so shameless and spaces where black hetero cis men getting people to feel congregate. Right. And so having Janet Mock on The Breakfast Club was like Mm -hmm. a thing. Even Sydney Starr, as problematic as she was. Honestly, she was a rock. She was just trying to do. She was doing a thing about trying to expose like Sydney Starr. She was like she's she's for she's forcing more hetero dudes that like that. To say, all right, I don't like it. I don't like it. I'm not that guy. But my thing is that that's your issue, though. Like it's only because my thing is exposing is only a powerful tool because niggas give a fuck about being, being exposed. exposed. But there's also the community that's get. All right, so let's let's I don't do know. that. I, we already the went. Thing, with, <laughs> right. the thing with Sydney, I didn't like. Okay, could you date somebody that wanted to be a little bit closeted about your relationship? No. Mm. That's a good fair, question. That question I want to ask because. Whereas, like, I was saying, okay, with Sydney, like, she's exposing niggas, da, 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 because we really want someone who's out. Now, with my gay male friends, some of them will date mm-hmm. men who are in the closet a little they bit. Like yeah. uh-huh. They like download dudes. Yeah. They like But also, dudes. you can hang with a nigga and just get lunch. You know what I'm saying? And be like, oh, these my, this my people, da, 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 da. It's a totally different thing. You could act a little you know bit. You, you know how much confidence you got to have in your sexuality? Like, say for me... If say if I met up with Hope right now, like yo, let's just go to lunch, dude. People gonna be like, yo, Tao, Tao's with. I gotta be super secure in myself and all that to be able to deal with that win. Because I, that's why I said I know you go through a lot of stuff. That's why I meant like that because I know what had happened to me if I was to do that. Now they're gonna be like, oh, you did, you this, you this, you this, you this, and I gotta be super confident in myself and who I am and proud that I have a trans friend and like that's who I am. I don't give a fuck what y'all talking about, but Reese. Went through that, and it was continuous. You know, that's one it of the reasons. It was over and over much again. As people will talk shit about Mouse. I really love Mouse. He is always posting his gay ass friends on their honeymoons, kissing, talking with gay niggas, 
out here. Like, I was at my show, the one with, I did with Jesse, mm-hmm. and I did a dick sucking contest, and I had one of my gay niggas come up, and Mouse was like, "That nigga's getting it in." Say, <laughs> <laughs> Jerome. No one has ever. I've never seen it. Them talking. Yeah, I'm about. like that with Jerome. Huh? I love Jerome. Oh, it wasn't Jerome. Actually, that was in Atlanta. That was you and Jerome. Yes. Jerome was getting it. I was actually talking specifically shit, about that Jerome. show. But, and you hosted that show. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. It's like, when you show your confidence, that's right. You did it with Jerome. Shout out to Jerome, Jerome Tramiel from Atlanta. Nothing. Nobody mm-hmm. is going to. And, and that's the thing. Why not you? Why don't they be like, that nigga, da 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 And it's the confidence that you exude. And that's the difference. I had there to make that choice. There are a lot of that, that don't do that. I had to make that. I had to make a conscious choice, especially with Jerome, um, to say, you know what? Fuck that. This is my chance right now to say I ain't scared. Because it doesn't hurt I'm not you. scared. Of, yeah. And, and I try to continuously you. do that. But no I have a history of being that guy. homophobic. So I had to make a conscious choice to say, yo, you know what? He's a person. Regardless of anything else, whatever his choices are in life, however he lives his life, whatever, respect this person as a human being. Fuck everything else. It's not my business. My business is that he is a human being. It really ain't. But was no. it you saying something that about sucks your business? Re- it looks it like he gets it no, in on it a, a cucumber. He recently said, whenever niggas, he said something about, uh, I hope I'm quoting him right. He came on and said, whenever I get an argument with niggas and they be saying, you a gay nigga, you be da-da-da. He be like, why are you worried about my sex? Yeah. Like, why the fuck are yeah. you worried about what dick I be sucking? Nigga, are you gay? Yeah. And it's crazy how people are so obsessed with the sex that you have. Because that's what my thing is. So let me be very clear about it. But that's it. how we all define ourselves. But let me be very clear about it. If, Tata, if Tahoe took me out, it would be a question of, oh, damn, they fucking Tahoe, da 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 because I'm attractive. But if he took Caitlyn Jenner out, it would be jokes about taking Caitlyn Jenner out. Wow. Because nobody that's wants true. to fuck Caitlyn Jenner. They're joking on you point. because they would fuck me. That's a hell of a good point. That's a great They're joking point. on you because they would be. I hear you now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They're like, and oh, so, who's that? Oh, shit. Because I'm going to be real. I don't be... <laughs> I don't like him. Ooh. I'm sorry. I didn't Ooh. like Bruce. Nobody liked Bruce. I didn't. I just felt like Bruce was phony, man. And I didn't like him. That's just weird. And I don't like Caitlyn because I think she's phony, too. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm glad she subsided. I don't like his hiding at all. In, in, in I just think he's, he was... He, the, the the whole entity of Bruce slash Caitlyn yeah. is just weird. Like yeah. you just don't Agree. get it. You just don't. I think also it's hard for us to respect because there's always such a circus around Kardashians. So you want to feel for this person, but like I can't. I it's hard watching a millionaire cry about shit. What did we? Um, I know we are strapped on time. Oh, uh, there's but... a great question from a listener. Um, do black trans women feel a sense of sisterhood with cis black women? Because I feel like nah. Um, most of the time I'm going to say the, the answer to that is nah. And it's just because you're always worried about what her intentions truly are. Like when I'm in the store and I hate to say it like, cause it's at my job, but like when I'm in the store and a woman tells me that I'm beautiful, or I'm pretty, unless she's an older woman. Cause you know, black matriarchs don't play that shit. If a black old woman tells you you're beautiful, <laughs> bitch, you beautiful. <laughs> she mean That's that shit. She means That's that facts. shit. But like a lot of the time when like young cis women are saying like, oh girl, you so pretty. I'm in my mind, I'm saying, so is this your way of telling me that you've clocked me and I'm cute for a trans girl? Because it's happened. Like, I had a girl, like, one time about Mm. four months ago. I'm bringing her up. And she's sitting there and she's just like, oh, yeah, like, girl, because I went to Miami before. You from Miami, right? And I was like, yeah, I'm from Miami. She's like, yeah, I went to this drag brunch. Girl, the drag like, And, like, she was laying in on that. And then at the end of the entire transaction, let me know that she was cool. 
And then at the end of it, she's just like, oh, and girl, by the way, you are working and you are just, but you wouldn't, you wouldn't address. But do you realize that she doesn't know that that's offensive? Like she's really trying. So I was going to say, I've stopped telling trans women that they're pretty, that I don't like. Now I just talk about their clothes. <laughs> I talk about your shoes. I'll talk about something else. But you still, you're still. Because I know I could, I've, I've watched it. I've seen it happen when it's a genuine compliment. Right. And I could see, like, because now you're feeling like, okay, why you ain't tell the girl next to me she was pretty? Maybe she's not pretty. Maybe she's not, but, like, why me? And I feel like that's the thing. Like, why single me out? Because it's the, it's not it what does, you say, it's the way. Like, and people, you know when somebody But even if shit. it's the way I say it, you might look at me as a cis, whatever, the cis hetero, and be like, no, you probably saying that because you got these feelings. No, it's but my thing is when something is authentic and it's genuine and it's just coming from like, girl, you was cute today. Like you wearing that dress. It's different than. Mm, OK, you thought you got me, but you cute. Like, girl, OK, I you know what I'm saying? And, and, and that's but it's also a woman thing. And I think that that's the thing between trans women and cis women. I think that a lot of cis women see it as a competition, like seeing an attractive trans woman is like, oh, damn, bitch, another motherfucker I got to come up against. And especially when you're a dark skinned black woman. Oh, right. It's just like as a oh, dark skinned black woman, I got enough things going on in this world. Enough of these niggas telling me I'm not worthy. Mm -hmm. Light skinned bitches I got to compete with. And now I got bitches with dicks like Son, out here. Bitch. You know what I'm saying? Throwing that in your face all day. Oh, and so I can be doing this. I get this. it. And so I understand it coming from a lot of my cis like women. But it's also like, sis, I'm not the enemy. I ain't do shit to you. I'm out, I'm out here trying to get dick like you trying to get dick. And I'm still a black, dark skinned woman too. So bitches is out here coming for me. Like, let's be sisters for real instead of you coming for me. And I think that that's the that's always the thing. It's just like being an attractive trans woman fucking sucks sometimes because then you have people pissed off at you because you cute. Mm. Like, and it's just like, oh, she's spending all this money on weave and shoes. Like, bitch, if you, like, you could do the same thing. The same doctor I went to, if you like my boobs so much, bitch, go. Like, yeah. it's, I'm, I'm not this magician. Like, nothing, none of this shit is just, like, by osmosis. Outside of my genetics, none of this is osmosis. I mean, to be fair, you are in the community. And, like, I feel like if you have a gay friend in your life, you just can't go wrong. So that's really why trans women are lit. But that's also a stereotype, because, though, because I'm not, girl, a gay, please. I'm not a gay man's Barbie doll, though. But let's be real. All things that are fab are gay. Architecture, design, makeup, clothes. I be pissed we when I be seeing people. gay niggas with fucked up makeup. I be like, how could this have happened? Because to you? trans women were the people that were the matriarchs. Of, and that's the thing. Like, that's oh, this, la this last episode of Pose should have schooled a lot of when people. When I ain't Damn it. But well, the one where they in the casket with the fucked up makeup? No. Oh. So the last episode of the the like the final Just season, it talks it. about the idea that trans women are out here busting their asses. They created these ballroom floors. And then when everything took off, guess who rode the wave? Gay men. When mm. it was trans women who put their blood, sweat, and tears into this shit. And it's just like gay men get all of this rap and this hype for making it this, that, and the third. But it's like trans women were the women out here doing the research and, and getting the blueprint from women. Trans women were the ones out here learning from their sisters who were accepting in a time that was it wasn't okay to be accepting. Learning from their mothers who were actually like not putting them out of their homes how to properly apply their makeup and then taking that to their gay guy friends. And mm. then gay guys were just open enough. So we've so basically I've been blinded by the cloak of of gay men. Dating. Is there is there phobia in the tra gay trans Yes, there's a lot of gay men that will straight up tell you that they don't support and don't like and don't understand. There's a lot of gay men that if you listen to their conversations, they sound just like cis het black men. 
Like, you would never know that he was gay until he says, like, oh, like Armand Wiggins is in trouble. He's also another, um, like, blogger via the internet right now that's in trouble because he's always coming for trans girls. And he's a straight so up. Like, just, uh, so, when T.S. Madison was just recently on um, Nikki's podcast or whatever, he got online and was like, oh, Nikki, you need to tell your man friends, like, let him know that I don't play with that, like, indirect. But he's always coming mm-hmm. for her. Mm-hmm. I was on his podcast one day and he came for me, like, oh, you a man, though. But at the end of the day, I don't matter how educated you are, you're a man. Like, and it's just like, he's a gay black man saying Shut this. Shut the fuck up. See, this up. is my thing is that there is so much, like, pride. Like, we talk about pride, and then people will still s- take that from you for your choice. And that's like, yo, she she has a right to be her. I don't know where that Why obsession is it because comes you're from this with way, people feeling like it's okay. Bro, that's what you tell me? You you told me your program pronouns. That's what I'm going rocking with for the rest of the show. Why do I give a fuck to call you something else? And what does it do for me? And that's the main root of like homophobia and racism. Like, what do you get out of it? I don't get it sometimes. I'm always so confused. And it really frustrates me with men, you know. This morning I woke up and um Old Bay is the new nigga that I'm talking to. And I was like, yo, I'm so excited for today because one of my niggas claims he's transphobic. I'm like, he ain't. But I know he's going to be asking some questions that are weird. We got this trans woman that's coming yeah. on and it's going to be fucking lit. And he wanted to see your picture. And I knew why. And I was like, my mm-hmm. eyes were rolling and I'm like, do I get angry about it? Wanted to see her Hope's picture. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he wanted to determine how much respect he was going to give. He, I think he, no, I think he wanted to know how you would, he was like, oh, because I told him I did hit Tahoe's live show. Mm-hmm. I was like, like straight up Brooklyn ass nigga. He was like, word? He's like, let me see her page. And in his mind, I know what he was thinking. Like, how is this going to go? How soft is he going to be with her? Like, those were the things I think. I can't speak for him. But, but I'm, halfway, I'm, 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 I'm not really all the way in, that, in one corner. But one thing I do want to say, I know we have run out of time. I'm, right? No? So I don't know. Benson doing some work, so as long as he's doing work, I'm right. talking. Right, talking. If we would say, right, a step toward learning for people who are all the way in the corner, all the way in transphobia corner. All the way, what's one step right now? If you're like, all right, you're worried about people, trans people in movies, or or, or trans people question. in. What's one step right now they can ask themselves or do for themselves to open their mind, or just to consider the possibilities of not being transphobic or not, you know. Understanding that it doesn't have to be this big declaration, right? It could happen. Like, the start of your journey could be in your house right now on Google, right? Taking a second to look at documentaries from trans people, by trans people. Can you name some for us? Uh, So, Janet Mock is amazing. Um, Ashley Marie Preston on Instagram is amazing. Mila Jam is amazing. Um, Now, when you say, like, watching these documentaries, like, what do you want people to see? Do you want them to see someone's journey? Do you want them to just they learn need basic to, shit? Like, what do we need out they of need, it? It's about humanizing people who have been dehumanized. Humanizing, Absolutely. got it. Absolutely. Right? And so it's about seeing them as sisters. It's about seeing them as wives. It's about seeing them as struggling artists in New York. Right? It's about seeing them in their element outside of their gender. 
because that's always like the thing that we wear right but it's like I'm more than like hope the trans girl like I've written a book but most people wouldn't even want to talk about that shit because they're so focused on my transness I am mm. a manager in a, in a world where people say that most trans women have to be escorts and I'm working I've worked in corporate America I do corporate tours I've taught shit at Netflix for God's sakes and it's just oh, like wow. it's one of those things where people would never get to that part because they're so busy focused on if they would have sex with me who is having sex with me and how we're having sex and it's just like if you take the time to see that we're living life and we're going on flights and we getting drunk and making fucked up decisions like everybody else but my thing is like yo do you really like what do you want people to do like to anybody that hates anybody out there like what do you want them to do Take off the I, wig. People take don't, off people the, like, don't what have the, people, reasons, you know. Maybe when you yeah, think but, about but it, like it's like it, it's always like when you listen to super religious people talk about it, they don't, they can't get out of their head. Like this is for this and this is for this. Like it's never this. Like there's never any profound to thought. They have so much hate, and I'm like, okay, so what do you want them to do? Where the gay people, they have to just like women. What do you want them to do? They, if they get the trans person, what do you want them to do? You don't like it. So where do they go? In your world. How do they That's live? That's actually a question someone world. asked. They said, how, how do you feel safe? Where's, where's a safe space for you when the world is too much? That's what someone asked. I mean, I think a lot and of us have to creep. you better make it past 35. <laughs> look here. I'm dead fucking serious. If I don't, I look. Because going to the same place. One of, my, one of my friends was actually talking to me about that because I'm, I'm very much so. When I say there's a difference between being an activist and an, and an advocate. Advocates are just people that are voices and mouthpieces. I'm an activist. So it, you'll see me on CNN at the front of the riot. That's like, right. I'm down to, like, I'll put on makeup, but then I'll take this shit off and put on some Tims and some sweatpants and I will go and fight with the police. <laughs> Bitch, call us! Like, Yo, let's do a fucking road, um, like, ally like, road trip. I'm not fighting. Like, I'm, 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 like, ser- I'm tying it up and I'm whooping your ass about these trans rights. Like, I don't have time out here in these streets, but I think that my safe place has been with my friends. It's been with my, my mom who has been coming around. It's been That is such a dope thing to hear considering you just told solitude. us about your mom yeah. whooping your ass. Yeah. And it's now your safe space. That that really shows you like there can be growth. I don't want to say change. That's growth. Growth. Yeah. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sort. High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. Goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at highfivecasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Dad deserves something really nice for Father's Day. But let's face it, we usually don't do it. Big gifts are for Mother's Day. Picking something up on the way is for Father's Day. Well, let's make Father's Day something this year with the Bartesian Cocktail Maker. It whips up over 60 premium cocktails on demand, each ready at the push of a button. And right now, you get $50 off the Bartesian Cocktail Maker when you buy one pack of Dad's favorite cocktail capsules. Dad will publicly love that you saved 50 on the countertop machine that crafts premium cocktails on demand. And he'll secretly love that you splurged on him for Father's Day with the gift of a Bartesian. Because the only thing that lets Dad know he's the world's number one dad better than a world's number one dad coffee mug is an artisan cocktail in his hand. Make dad's Father's Day and Father's Day cocktails with all natural juices and bitters without making any mess at all. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get $50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Artesian. 
premium cocktails on demand. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. One thing I just want to say um, from my point of view is um, I don't – I cannot sit in y'all faces, in, in anybody's face, and say that I'm always going to say the right thing or always going to understand, but I can say that I'm working on it and I'm trying. You know what I mean? So obviously you could have a conversation with me and be like, you don't get it, and then maybe I'll get it later on, but we need to be able to have that conversation. Agreed. So we need like people – don't be scared to reach out to hope if you have questions Seriously. respectfully. Right. Because I think that's, it's all about the way I things think are said. A great thing is like, and, and people energy. are scared to ask fucking questions. But I think people respect, like, in their defense, because I've seen trans women get defensive. Like, I love Jana Mock. She's one of my mentors. But, like, on The Breakfast Club, when she said, I'm sick of doing trans 101, like, read my book. I was like, oh, bitch, hold up. Mm-hmm. That's, not, that's not the answer. You're going to forever and always be doing trans 101 because, sis, when you had the chance to, to be stealth and be on CNN and live your life and nobody knew and you had your cute little husband and your little dog, you gave that up to be visible. And so now, as a visible trans woman... Trans one-on-one is a part of your job. One by mm. fucking one. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's going to be one by one. Sometimes and, it's going to be 10,000. Right. Sometimes wanna, it's going to be one person. I want to ask a question that I didn't that I think is weird but interesting. We kind of want to know a question. Mm-hmm. When taking like estrogen and shit, what were the first things that you saw? Like what's a change in you five years ago? Was it fuller lives? Is it like what do you think is the biggest difference from transitioning from medicine? Not just like yeah. hair and makeup. Wait. Wait. Weight and the way that my skin felt. Oh. Um, because I played sports like my entire life, whether it was running track, football, basketball, like you name it, I played it. Um, and so I was always muscular and super skinny. I like any given point in my life, I was 185, 175 solid. Okay. Um, but it was always solid. So I never looked like a twig. I was just like muscular. Muscular. Um, and so it was one of those things where when I started to take hormones, I noticed that when I was gaining weight like crazy because there was all these fucking cravings of everything. Um, and then my skin felt different. It was just like, I don't know. It, it's just softer. And like I noticed men making comments about it like, oh, you soft. Like, Damn, baby, you just <laughs> like it's yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just like the skin was the first thing that I saw. Like now, someone asked about your mental state with estrogen. Did you feel more emotional or anything? Yes, um, I started crying at stupid shit. Like, I I watched the same movie, which is a fucking like kid movie. It's a cartoon kid movie about fucking singing animals. And at the end, when Tori Kelly sang like the song that's supposed to be inspirational, I'm boohoo fucking crying. Like I'm. Like legit, like in my sucks. bag, just you sure you're not just a Pisces? Because I do that shit now. I'm a Leo. <laughs> I'm I a whole Leo in these I be crying like a little girl. No. So I'm a, like, Yo, I almost started crying when she was talking about the bar story. So I had to keep looking above her head yeah, just so I, I wouldn't I like lock well. eyes. I felt that but men- mentally, like I'm always like, it's always, I don't know. Like I fight really hard with myself now to not be depressed. Because there's a lot of days like I'll wake up and I'm just like. From what? Just... For me, 
as of late, it's been aesthetics. Like my life is fine. Like I'm financially stable. Everything is good. But aesthetics has been like my biggest thing is like, do I pass? Did this person from like two weeks ago clock me? Like, like stupid, dumb shit. And I wake up just any given morning just feeling like. I could see how that could become obsessive. You know, like, oh, that Do you feel like you're overdoing yourself, like, makeup, dressing, like, because of that? And that's the thing. No. Um, Like, even the night that I went live with Tahoe, I had just come from work. I was beat the fuck down. And I made it a point to take off my makeup before I got on there. How the fuck did did you even find that? Through Jerome? Jerome. Okay. So, I just want people to realize, like, yo. Yeah, the internet's crazy. No, just how you affect people. I really be thinking about that a a lot, a lot lately, and I don't know why. I care so much, but I really be thinking about how, what people take from um, moments with me, and because I might, I'm a very what do you call it, sensitive, insensitive person. Mm-hmm. So I could be, I could be sensitive about what you do to me, and super insensitive to somebody else. Well, like, what are you it, thinking about? What affect how you made Hope feel, how she made you feel? Yeah, I thought about it, and like the next day, I saw she followed me, and I didn't reach to follow her, so I was like, "Yo, let me follow," because I don't want her to think that I'm judging her on that. And I just, <laughs> First of all, I had I had so much commentary about that, like because after I left you, I went live on my page, and we actually had like an interesting exchange about it because I, I was a conspiracy theorist that night because the video didn't save, and I remember you saying that the video probably wouldn't save, mm-hmm. but my ass, I was that like, nigga that nigga deleted. It. <laughs> how did you How did you know that it didn't save? Because I went back to look, nigga. I was trying to get oh, clips. Was it, I was yeah. trying to get highlights and shit. <laughs> oh, I want it close enough. I would, we Can I be real? I hate I being on someone's live. Like, I don't know how someone stays on mine when I have another screen because the sound is always out. I would have loved to have that Dog, shit on there. I was crazy? so invested. I was mad proud of myself. See, like, I was like, nah. So one, one interesting thing I took away from that live was you were saying, like, yo, let me talk, da 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 da. And you were like, you sound so angry. And then you said, I'm only a- or sounding like this because you can't right. understand how many times I've had this fucking conversation. Mm-hmm. And, and I get it because it's not you. Just like when you said, I know you go through shit. I didn't think you meant it that way either. But she heard it a certain way. Mm-hmm. It's just like when white people give us a fucking look. And we'd be like, bitch, so I can't be in this restaurant. And they'd be like, no, you look raggedy. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, it's like right. you're tired of fucking hearing it. Um, we didn't go over transvestite and tranny. And I want to talk about those words, what they mean, where they come from, and the deep-rooted shit with them. Now, when I was growing up, my mother and father used to have it out. So I was born in San Fran. My godmother was a drag queen, full on. Um, I've just my mother's a total hag like I grew up with Mm. my mom just in it you know what I'm saying even still to this day like all of her friends (laughs) and now it's I am my mother's child right but I remember my dad said to me one day like did you know that Uncle Judy is a transvestite and I was like Uncle Judy I never called her Uncle Judy and my mom. Why did was, they? Why she bring it to attention? Huh? Why did he? Why did he? Yeah, why I, did he, I, I, he I think he just didn't understand that I didn't know I was very young, but I remember that word, and I remember their argument. And my father is a lot older, and and it's taking him time. He's way better now, totally great about it now. But I remember my mom talking about that word, and I've never heard that word today. And it's transvestite, just what we hear is the slur is training now. Yeah, it's just been shortened to training now. Because I used to think it meant cross dresser, like I didn't get it. Okay. So transvestite is the is the official word though, right? 
Uh, transvestite would be like, I guess they would call it the medical term for what like medical people were breaking it down for. Now, what's transsexual? Transsexual is when that's what we like to say the people who have been um, post op, right? So, okay, so they're not as a transsexual. You have had the makes operation. sense. So you changed your sex, right? Gender versus sex. As a gender, you are somebody who identifies with that gender. Okay, start back. Um, so <laughs> trans tranny. And transvestite are derogatory terms created by white folks to oppress trans people. Boom. Done. Transgender is the person who is pre-op, has not changed their gender, but identifies with an opposite sex or a sex that they were not assigned at birth. Mm-hmm. Transsexual is somebody who has now matched their sex with their Got gender. It. Got it. Now, we had, uh, the last trans woman we had on, um, Jamie Paris said that she, no, no, no. They were talking about parties. There's, Tran- they, there's a thing on Midtown. They call them tranny parties. Um, and she was saying, like, it depends how you take the word or something like that. I can't quote her. I'll try to put the clip in there. I'll remember. But all I know is she semi gave a little pass on it. And it was awkward for me to listen to because I've been thinking and trying to learn this whole time that tranny is a bad word. Now, when you do see tranny parties, like things like that, that, that exists. It's in New York. There's TS party, tranny parties, things like that. Like, what do you do? Have you seen trans women letting that word be okay? And how do those conversations... I've seen plenty of trans women letting that be okay, but I've also had to... Through activism, I've learned um, to not be so judgmental because I come from a place of privilege as a black trans woman who has two degrees, right? Um, and has worked in a multiple array of different places. And so it came off as I was talking down on people. And I've learned just from like different girls that... like. It's different strokes for different folks because there's different environments. And so I think a lot of the trans women who have come up in the paint and had to live and walk and, and make it on the streets, that's those words that they have taken back, right? And so it's like, no, you're not going to call me a trainee. I'm going to go home and cry. I'm not going to do that anymore. Yeah, I'm a tranny, so what? Got it. You know Reclaim. what I'm saying? They're, they've reclaimed it. Now, for me, I'm still not accepting that you're not going to call me a tranny and, and think that that's a proper way to address me. That's just not for me but i'm also not going to tell the next woman that the way that she's empowered herself is wrong is tea girl a slur tea girl no but i think it's more so of an asian thing like tea girl lady boy like those things okay um are like more so asian culture i've seen it in porn that's what yeah um i I want to i keep saying the last one the last question i don't know if you got any that you could cook up in your head i did want to ask someone said how do we break the cycle of uh the question said something along the lines of like trans women promote sex work how do we break that cycle now i assume it's because they can't get fucking jobs anywhere else because motherfuckers is like eh. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is why i think sex work is the option mm-hmm. but i am curious to know like trans like breaking the cycle is it something that's necessary how do we keep trans women safe my thing is we gotta first of first first and foremost for trans people to stop promoting the idea of sex work we have to make sure that trans people can be employed Right. At a living at a livable wage. But most people in America can't be employed at livable wage, mm-hmm. let alone trans people. Um, but I think that it's also about promoting things from trans people with fucking. Oh, oh girl. Um, it's about the type of people that trans. She it's about. Yo, what were you about to you. say? Like, I, I, let me tell you, yeah, she, she so, just slapped, she slapped her own hand. It's Fuck a, that shit. Don't <laughs> say, be so shameless in this one moment. <laughs> You've been it. in here doing it for a minute and 40 seconds. Be- 40 minutes. Bye, 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 bye. 
But we don't never have long episodes. You, it's about the type of people. It's about the type of trans people that folks promote. Right. So when we have people like Cookie Tookie, when we had like when T.S. Madison was first beginning and she was only talking about like being the big the the big black dick tranny or whatever the case may be. When we have people like my good girlfriend, Shauna Brooks, who is openly oh, yeah. advertising her OnlyFans page. Right. Those girls have umpteen thousand million followers. And then a girl like me who was at openly trying to tell you guys, trying to educate you guys, like people who are not associated with like the Laverne Coxes of the world or people who aren't associated to people who are out of the hierarchy, we can't get folks to save our lives to listen to our shit until a white person validates our voice. Got you. And it's just like, if you want to, like not all trans women are sex workers, but the ones that aren't sex workers don't get no views because y'all don't give a shit. What advantage do white trans women, have you seen them get the fucking pass? Yes. There's so many programs for white trans women to get fucking surgeries and they have access to all different types of doctors that black women and Latina trans women don't have access to. Mm. They have, and, and then you have to remember, transitioning as a white woman is completely different from transitioning as a trans woman of color, let alone a black trans woman. White trans women, every now and then we hear about issues with them and their family, but then there's always some like Aunt Karen bitch from next door. It's like, it. come on and da 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 and I'll pay for your $20,000 surgery. Gigi Gorgeous, transitioned over fucking night the bitch was gregory all of a sudden like <laughs> one day great seriously no but seriously Gigi said the bitch was gregory no but no seriously she was online as gregory george uh gregory gorgeous and then one day came out was like oh i'm Gigi now you know thank you guys so much i'm gonna create a gofundme for you guys to help me with my shit in less than about a year bitch was sickening snatched in a year wow boobs face lips eyes weave hair transplant everything hair transplant in a year uh yeah so not to that because i wanted to finish a point on that but i just realized that i have i have a, a trans girl follow me and i see in her pictures she doesn't look happy so i don't know if that's the depression that you were saying or the the stress from just living and you know she doesn't have trans in her um bio net not saying that she should but if you were to, to be able to give a message to those people out there who are living under that type of stress right now men that have that are dealing with that families that have that in their family like what would you say to them like to keep them going and waking up the next day because i really want to see people past 35 like that's the worst thing i've ever heard it's important it's important to validate yourself right I think that a lot of trans folks, our, our existence is based on the idea of being validated. Does he accept me? Does she accept me? Do they accept me? Will my job accept me? Da, 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 da. And so there's always this question of who else accepts me except me. Mm. And so for me, getting out of those funks and getting out of that depression is about making sure that I can validate myself. Like, bitch, girl, you did the damn thing. You got about the hood. You graduated at 17, got your first degree at, like, 20, got your second one at, like, 21. Bitch, you had your own crib, your own car. You got your dream life, left your dream life, fucked your shit up, you rebuilt your shit back together. You know what I'm saying? And now you're here contemplating whether or not, like, you did the damn thing. And even if that is not your story, right, even if that's not your narrative, even if you just got off of the piers last night and somebody robbed you from your date money and now you have no way to pay your rent, but you're here and you got dates last night. There's a girl last night that did not get dates. Validate that shit. 
Like, fuck the validation from all these other people and whether or not you pass or whether or not somebody's going to like your spouse or whether or not your homeboys are going to john on you because you're dating this person or you find this person attractive. Like, fuck them niggas. Because them niggas eating ramen noodles. You finna go take this same trans bitch that they laughing at? Like, to the, the best restaurant out here. Uh, just to let you know, this trans woman, pussy, pussy, whatever you want to call <laughs> right. it. Right. Whatever. Because that, that's the thing, especially, like, to my men. I think that it's always crazy because I always see like men who are attracted or open-minded to certain things y'all niggas are the ones like with money doing shit mm-hmm. and then y'all trying to impress niggas that ain't got shit on the block doing nothing is it trans trans women is it easier being a trans man than it is to be a trans woman? of course and, well, that's they, a good and they, they hate to admit it but but it is and it's just because most trans men if you don't pass you're seen as a lesbian nobody really gives a shit about lesbianism just gonna say, and if, if, you... if you pass as a man you just passed and so there's not a lot of issues socially. Now, I will say that trans men still have the healthcare issues. There's still um, issues around pregnancy and, and you know, uh, oh, wow. reform for trans men, right? What's reform? Like, so healthcare reform. So the way that we're talking about pregnancy as if it's just a women's issue when now it is indeed a man's issue as well because there are trans men that are getting pregnant. But when a man comes into the ER and says, hey, I'm pregnant. They're like, ha, 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 bitch. No, I'm dead serious. Nah, I'm, I'm dead serious. <laughs> uh, I'm so the fuck you think, I'm, nigga? Listen, like at, I said, in the face. fix serious. me and my seed shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yo, we had a trans man on here. Uh, shout out to Rush London from BK Chat. That nigga look, boy. I'm I'm going to be real. Most tra- I haven't seen many black trans men, just like a lot of white. Mm-hmm. They're like, fuck. Yo, he just fucking had it and he was buying shit and he had a British accent and all I could think to myself was like I don't give a fuck what he got going on because everybody's like does he get a dick how do you get a dick I was like who fucking cares that nigga looks so good I'll make it work I feel like women are more accepting or, or, or like just on something like that because it's it's just more pressure because on, women, on aren't women. Judged yeah, for, women aren't judged for for not in that way women are judged every fucking day but you can have sexually right sexually women are not Right. We're, we're so it's liberated. Cool. It's sensual. It's sensual. It's yeah. like, oh, that's sexy. This was so enlightening for me because, you know, I want to be an ally and make sure I'm saying the right things, but I learned a lot. You couldn't tell me the gay niggas didn't make makeup. <laughs> so, <laughs> shit. shit. Every yeah. palette I got, I thought nah. there was a nigga behind it. Like, nah. Sis. Yeah, we naming it Honey Love. The fuck? <laughs> that's my favorite lipstick. Honestly, I think a lot of people needed this too because I think we covered questions that we're uncomfortable to ask and not so fun. Right. You know what I mean? And I think, like, you want to hear the things like, oh, tell us about the nigga that was on the DL and da da da. But it ain't really the conversation that's needed more than that's more the novelty. Like, tell us the fucking tea more than, like, teach us. That's why I was excited when, like, you hit me up because I knew that you wanted to have a conversation that was going to be different. I did. Because I usually have to force people to have this conversation. I knew that you wanted, like, it was your intention to have this conversation. More so my intention, because I think there's a very glamorous thing that can happen when you, you want to have a trans woman on and highlight how awesome she is and that she's the same. Mm. But I wanted to talk about exactly why she's different and how it's different from what we do every day. How it's different from me being light skin or mixed. Difference from you being a cis hat <laughs> black man. <Cis-hat. laughs> we all black in the day, but everybody's walking a different path here. Right. But like, no, I mean it was great, and I can't wait to hear you on So Shameless too. It's gonna be that's gonna be a good. Yeah, episode. We definitely gonna invite it to So Shameless podcast. I'm um, trying to think what angle you about to take. 
Um, I'm not sure because I gotta listen back. You and know, Charlamagne. I think that, <laughs> Nah, nah. See, I'm all, I'm I'm definitely about respect. I don't like bringing people on my show to disrespect them. I agree. That's not my thing. That was the only reason I felt bad about having that girl back on here. Oh, you gonna? <laughs> Nah, I wasn't gonna be disrespectful, but I know I, do that, I knew that I would. With the, with the shit. It would be that hard would be for her to dance yeah. around. I don't know. I I feel like it would have been difficult for for her to dance around a lot of the questions I would have. I just can't. It's really hard for me when black women start that shit. But see, that's the thing. You, you got to have educational moments, and and that's where we are. And the fact that we have our platforms, and we're, we're I think the people in this room are really intelligent. Right. You know, a lot of times, ignorance, people hide behind ignorance. Like Joe Rogan can do it, right? He'll take like a fucking white supremacist and break it down. But I don't feel like I'm that suave enough to sit in front of somebody that I know is transphobic in front of a trans woman. Like, I don't think I could do it. Because immediately, I don't think that she would be disrespectful. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, but let's be very clear. I don't people, think she would. People are real easy at being keyboard gangsters when a person is not in their face. But I've never run into like even some of the hardest niggas. Like they'll say whatever they want to say online, but they'll see that same little gay boy that they was talking shit to and be like, "Man, I ain't going somewhere with that." Like you know, like but it's never the same. It's never the same energy. Now the internet really. The internet emboldens people to feel because they don't feel like, the, like, oh, she in D.C., I'm never going to meet this All bitch. I do when people talk shit to me online is, like, when I'm on live, is, like, request to go live with them. And then when they answer, they be like, yo, Weezy, you squad. I was, like, <laughs> I was fucking playing. You, you not, you not, you cute. Them teeth ain't even that big. Um, so I want us to all drop our shit. Um, I want to tell you guys something. So I, I've been working on this new podcast. I've told some of you guys. It's called I'm Ducked Up. It's just a season. And it started from me getting so fucked up on IG Live and telling these dumbass, drunk-ass stories, right? So I'm like, okay, I want to do something alone with nobody in the room, whatever. So I recorded all this content. Nigga, I'm fucked up. Like, fucked up oh telling my stories. God. It's really bad. <laughs> but um, I ended up, all the shit, I, content I had got fucked up. Don't want to talk about it. So I'm redoing the stories, and now each episode I'm doing is going to be based on one thing. For example, it could be the category it could be shit, it could be gay, it could be um, I don't know a time that you shit. cried, and basically one story is me alone, and the other is me featuring somebody. Okay. So if you have a story that you would like to share with me, and you live in New York or somewhere I could take a train to. Not Philly. Never mind. I mean a train like in New York. <laughs> I want to come and um, yeah, get your side of the story. I barely talk. I just want you to let it all out. But um, it's been really fun and I need some more content for it. So yeah, I'm going to tell you, do you know how hard it is to like be drunk and also have to record yourself? Because I can't come to a studio. You know what I'm saying? So I just get fucked up in my house, think I'm recording, go on for 30 minutes. I'll be like, wow, that shit ain't even on. <laughs> ain't no red light, man. That shit is terrible. <laughs> and people be like, yo, where is it? And I be like, dog, I thought I had content. But Did I not. <laughs> but I ducked up. And it's just like a lot of production because you have to weed out. Like there's some times where you can't tell what I'm saying. So I had to input my own voice like, oh, the word that I said was da-da-da. <laughs> like that's how fucked up I sounded. So it's just a lot of um, work. So, yes, if you guys have a story, write me theweezywtf at gmail.com. For your home mail, there is none today because all y'all send in questions. Send those to horribledecisions at gmail.com. Let's start with Tahoe. Where can they find you and what stuff do you have coming up? Now you just did your live show. Uh, yeah, my, my name is Tahoe underscore TV on all platforms. Um, I have the So Shameless podcast with Miss Daja Bell, a bisexual woman. And uh, 
my 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 other friend DJ Trauma NYC, and we just talk. A bisexual so, mom. I feel like that's important. Mom. I like that you have a mom yeah, so on there. She, she reads me to filth every week. <laughs> Fact. Uh, you know, we we have really interesting uh, conversations from a friend point of view that aren't scared to argue and get down to the nitty gritty about some real shit. And so you know, it's one of those podcasts where you're. You're on one person's side and you're yelling at them and the other person has a bunch of other people, maybe people in your family that's yelling on the other person's side and they're yelling at you and you know, we I all, will say this, your podcast gets me in my feelings, not like emotionally, but like sometimes I'll listen to it and I'll be annoyed yeah. and sometimes I, but I that's like things like that. Agreeing. When you feel something that's controversial it's, or you it's one of those things where you go to work and be like, What do you think about this? Right. Oh, I I'll, I'll <laughs> right. talk to the speaker. I'll be like, right. nigga for real <laughs> Right. Right. No. Yeah. I know y'all be doing so that to us. And, you know, that's why it's called So Shameless, because we do what most people are scared to do in today's society. Say what's on people's minds. You know, people, everybody's got kind of programmed, and I don't really believe that it's all real. Because, like I said, you'll act one way in front of people, and then behind closed doors, be a whole completely different way. Or be um, um, influenced in a whole different way than what's real. I just, I just, we like keeping it fucking funky on So Shameless. and. Mm -hmm. We hope to have hope on the show. Oh, I think um, Dodge so is great. begging me to be here today, and I, I really wish that begging I would have brought her. She wanted to be she here. She wanted hope to be with us. Yeah, she oh, wanted yeah, hope yeah. Because we were supposed to record today. We didn't Bobby, I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Dodge can't wait to hug you awesome. and talk to you. She's yo, the queen it was of the just, show. It's just hope is so inspiring, yo. Yeah. I think it's just because, like, you say everything that we really want you to say without, in my opinion, being defensive. Like, I think that it. I've seen some trans women be annoyed when a dude is like, I don't know if I could be with a trans woman. Like, well, why not? <laughs> and it's like, fuck that. I don't want nobody that's not for me. I'm so glad we had this conversation. Me too. And Where can they find you, Hope? Yeah. I know you got a book. Um, I'm going to put that information in the description. But like, yeah, tell people where they can find you, what you have upcoming and like, it is Hope Disguised, for those of y'all that don't know how to spell disguise, it's D-I-S-G-U-I-S-E-D, Hope Disguised, Fair. all one word, <laughs> on every single social media platform that you could possibly think. I try to keep it easy, Hope Dis uh, HopeGiselle.com, uh, for people who don't know how to spell Giselle, G-I-S-E-L-L-E. -L -L -E. We're going to put that, like, so that when you're listening stuff. to the episode, you can always, like, I think swipe up on it and it'll show the info and those things will be in there boom so all of that and then the book is available on amazon ibooks my website um certain barnes and nobles because i think most of them have sold out of it um but the book is called becoming hope removing the disguise you see that flex i think and, i mean since it's so sold out <laughs> <laughs> and i think the the latest thing that i have coming up i will be on the own network uh september 7th on shut up doing what bitch episode. oprah nigga it is just it's like a, it's a little clip they're just using a clip um on the own network they're having a this new series called Black Women Own the Conversation. Um, my episode is episode three. It's the LGBT episode featuring Angelica Ross and a couple other like inspiring women. Um, but I will be on that episode. On Don't September. do that no more, by the way. Seven. I just said Oprah, nigga. You said it's just a. No, it's Oprah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's like the the closest thing that I have coming up. And apparently, the So Shameless podcast. Fuck that's right. yeah, that's right. I think you need a link with all podcasters. I'm sure we all feel inspired. I would love for you to get in the room and uh, read some dumb niggas. I really would. I was, seriously, like I yeah, we're really. Gonna have, we're gonna have some great conversation. I know a lot of my my listeners, they're dealing with their own truth, so they're gonna hit me up like, "Yo," nah, 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 and I'm ready oh, to have gonna, those conversations. It's gonna be interesting. And it's crazy because I'm the one saying this, and they know me from the hood, so they like, "Yo, yo, what's up with you?" 
And I'm kind of on some like, yo, bro, like, like I said, what do you want them to do? And why does it make you so mad? I know. Like, why? I and think that, like, that's a bad, like, that's a valid ass question. Like, why does what do y'all really, so why does it make you so like, mad seriously. what the next person is doing with they shit? What, what do you want them to, like, we here. This yeah. is where we live at. And I'd much rather educate my friends, my children. I got kids. I don't want my kids growing up hateful. You know, I don't want to be the new white man. I don't want to be the new race, the new the face nah. of racism mm-hmm. or I think prejudice. that's one of the most important things you've you know said I mean? today. That's right. You have two, three kids? You have uh, three or four. Or four? Let's move on. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what you mean? Let's move on. We about to go, but like for real, you got three or four? Or four? Did, are you have a test underway or you just don't know if you have a fourth? You know, well, I think we you should have to listen to let the podcast and know. Oh my God, this is what episode, nigga? Cause, cause I like the number. Thank you. Yeah, so, <laughs> um, yeah. Me too. Please. Like three or four? Three or four. Or four. <laughs> All right, y'all, check out this Patreon clip. Uh, me and Mandy going to be in it, I guess. Uh, fuck. Bye. <laughs> so shame. Kevin. Kevin. I thought it was Kevin. 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 So Kevin um, is battling with his sexuality. Yep. Mm-hmm. And although he has never been with a man, Kevin um, mm-hmm. decides to come he's forward to therapy. He's on <laughs> he's, Tinder so, No, he's on Grindr. Yes. Oh, Grindr. So mm-hmm. you see him become really enthralled into his phone. And he's swiping a lot, but on these gay male apps. Yep. So he has not yet acted on penis, but he's like, like is this what i want is it not what i want mm-hmm. you see him kind of have these different interactions with men that come onto the scene in different um yes. cases as well <laughs> yes. and so finally he comes forward to charity while she's pregnant yeah she's about my dad she's about, she's about, about to pop pop she she may be in- talking about how she got pregnant though he seemed so and i feel like you, in the beginning, was it season one when he like they're having sex and then he like rolls over and is like back on his I, phone? Literally, yeah. that's what <laughs> happened. Um, yeah. So they're trying to have a baby. They're having sex, but as soon as they're done having sex, he does. He rolls over and gets back on this grinder app to swipe men. Yep. So mm. she Which thinks he's she thinks he's cheating yep. because she's like, "You've been in your phone. Your phone? Who your phone. is it?" Yep. Give me your phone, which again, this could, this is a lot of things that happen in a lot of couples. You mm-hmm. see your man change pattern and he's in his phone now. Nigga, who you on the phone with? Word. Exactly. Cause normally I'll be putting your ass to sleep. So what you doing now? What you doing swiping nigga? And she didn't know that he was swiping. So <laughs> no. basically right. She had to be what? Seven, eight months right before fucking mm-hmm. water breaking. She co- with um, twins. with twins. Kevin comes to charity and is like, I just, I, I don't know what's wrong with me, but I have feelings for men. Yep. He didn't say he was having sex with men. He just knew that he was having some sort of weird curiosity, curiosity mm-hmm. sexual arousal from men. Um, and so although he does not act on this immediately, she kind of doesn't know how to react. So yeah. before we dig into this, um, <laughs> As you guys know, this is something that I've talked about on the podcast quite a lot. Um, I feel like that I am a woman who would be open to dating a man who was either experimenting, curious, has dealt with other men in the past, or has dealt with or curious and trans women. Um, These are all also facts to men Mm -hmm. who have 
previously been in my phone over the last, I would say, 10 years. Um, I have gotten them to open up about this. Um, so as someone in banking and someone in law, we have two smart, brilliant um, minority women here. Mm-hmm. I want to know you guys' take on if a man came to you and let you know that he was either interested in men or trans or questioned his sexuality, is that something that you would move forward with? And why or why not? Um, who wants to take this first? I'll go first. Okay. Um, back in the day, I would be like, hell no, get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> but because- then she said I listen to horrible decisions and now right. I'm cool. No, I'm serious. <laughs> like, I think as I've gotten older, I've evolved sexually. Like, as mm-hmm. you should, as you get older, like, it gets better. You learn more stuff. So now I'm I'm okay with it. Like now I'll be like, okay, like wh- how you want to do this? Do you want right. like, do you want me there? Do you not want me there? Because before I would have been like, hell no, like I can't deal with it. Like there's something a man has that I can't give you. But if it's just something you you feel like you can't truly mm. be yourself, who am I to like stop you from doing that? Because you're not gonna be living in your. So truth. here's my question: uh-huh. If you know you can't give him what a man may give him, mm-hmm. would you be okay with being in the room? With him and another man? Yeah. Or, oh, you would? No. Mm-hmm. Now, now you would. Today, today. At 30, you would. At 30, I would. And definitely. so... 25, 26, no, like... High Five Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at highfivecasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas, and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Hello, I'm Dr. Michael Mosley, and I want to let you know about my new immersive BBC Radio 4 podcast series, Deep Calm. It's all about how to tap into and activate a remarkable system that we all have, hardwired, inside of us, our relaxation response. And it's been developed to be listened to at any time you want to really unwind. I hope you'll listen wherever you get your BBC podcasts. 